in this world? Is the, the destiny, destiny of mankind controlled by some transcendental entity or law? Is, is it, it like, like the, the hand, hand of God hovering above? At least it is true that Ryan, Steve, and Joey have no control, even over their own show. Welcome to No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk Podcast. Today on No Guts, No Glory, Volume 4, Chapter 12 and 13, The Golden Age, Part 4 and 5. Yes. <laughs> yeah, hello. That's what uh, yes. he dreamed of. The Donovan Demon trying to yeah. capture him again. Dono Demon. Yes, I've come to turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have burnt before recording. Steve. <laughs> well, 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 we're all here. We're all back. Ryan has yep. survived the Kung flu, as they call it. <laughs> you could say I got animates. Animate HIV. The precursor to animates. Uh, Anna Magic Johnson had. Uh, anime, yeah. anime HIV. <laughs> Special magic cures and spells uh you know made him is who he is today, which is free of that problem. You don't want to mess with Japanese virus magic, like the Ringu yeah. virus <laughs> and the grudge virus. <laughs> Isn't that crazy that the that in Ringu, in the Japanese version of the ring, of course, like like all you know, anime and, and Japanese sci-fi fantasy, whatever they go very deep into how it works and it's literally like a, like a living computer virus. Like the, the mm. t- having the tape infects you with the virus that some era, the, the ring girl, you know, sees what or whatever. Right. Jeff summons yeah. made it kind of le- more lame. Whereas the American version actually scared me uh, a lot more than the Japanese version. But yeah. I had to put a, I put a blanket over my TV screen for like a week. After Ooh, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't that come out when we were like adults? I was nineteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like one of a, like an early date with my with my girlfriend at the time. Mm. Uh, was that. Yeah, a movie that again it came out my senior year of high school re release in the theaters was Exorcist, and I'd never seen it. Oh, yeah. and that did freak me out as well. Seeing it on the big screen like that. Fun fact: I'm guessing that Ryan is one of two people in this room that has not seen The Exorcist before. Oh, you've never oh, seen it? I've never seen it. I've, oh, I've wow. seen probably two of the sequels, <laughs> but never the original. You are not alone. Yeah. <laughs> that was no, you should watch the director's cut because it has the the um the, oh yeah the yeah. crab walking downstairs backwards. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know um, so that's much. not in the normal version? No. The, the crab walk? Not Mm-mm. the original version. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's been like three edits of it, kind of like Blade Runner. There's been like four or five. Yeah, I remember it was a big deal in the theater because it was like, oh, the uncut, you know, whatever, uncut, huge cock coming at you. Um, Yeah, that was like a big deal. It it had the the crab walk downstairs. Right. Um, Which is a pretty crazy effect for the 70s. Uh, yeah, I watched the, there was the one with like Liev Schreiber. It was, this was back in the, the, the Pinoverse stage yeah. of my life. So, uh, you know, when I was getting fucked by my dad and fucking him, I was a top and top. Right. I was a Pinoverse. That was your P, your Peter Pan phase. No, yes. no. 
we got to find out this just if this guy Pino's being fucked and fucking his kid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the clamshells, Joey? Where's the clamshell case? <laughs> oh, and just one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love Colombo, Joe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> welcome to No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk Podcast, where we cover Kentaro Mira's magnum opus uh, manga, magnum opus manga, Berserk, sponsored by Animades and Anime HIV. Uh, See, and the cures for them that we're always seeking. Go yes. to hmivanimation.com.org. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we are covering each chilling chapter of the Japanese comic berserk. Uh, do you think people, do you think weebs get offended when you call something, a manga, a comic book? I, I don't, I don't think so. I don't right? think so. Okay. If you mispronounce manga, well, maybe, sure. <laughs> but manger yeah. manga. Yeah. Well, I was reading the mega over there and it was about this book called guts or something. And this guy berserk went nuts with this yeah. huge sword. <laughs> God, I wonder if anyone during the MAGA phase, just made a, sp- a parody red hat that said manga. I and, mean, it never, and it did it in like a little, you know, Japanified kind of right. something like that. But uh, he's a big manga guy. But uh, <laughs> I guarantee uh, you there's some mistyped searches that led people to a yes, rabbit hole. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Breitbart uh, spent a lot of money reader, force, forcing yeah. redirects yeah. on Google for people. But it's a newfound uh, joy. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, newfound joy. Um, my memoir for my life <laughs> in Turkey or something. Uh, but yeah, we are going over. A, I mean, a, a fucking banger of a couple chapters here because this is double. This banger. is the this is the chronological meeting of guts and <laughs> glory. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I was gonna say of guts and berserk. <laughs> this is my thesis this is when they form into one he looks in a beautiful shimmering still pool of water and sees himself because mirrors (laughs) who is that guts i see uh apparently the um the mandarin voice actor of mulan so in the chinese version Mm -hmm. uh died the other day her name was coco lee really i just saw it randomly on Social meds, but um, I've yeah. never heard her. Oh, right. they all come in three, so there's the third. Yeah, R.I.P. to uh, Pee Wee Herman himself, Paul Rubens, who was yeah. a huge part of uh, Steve and Mai's life, was not a part of my wife's life because her father convinced her that he was a pedophile. Well, uh, I, he does have a little weight in that argument on this one, at least, but um, it's just at least know, being a sex offender at Behrman, yeah, but nothing with children, so um it's uh, called erotica joey <laughs> uh ryan were you have you ever seen any content with peewee herman oh uh, gosh i think maybe well let's like one or two things that he's like so really peewee's big adventure was directed <laughs> by tim burton the guy that you know has directed a lot of other things yeah i know, I know tim uh, burton. <laughs> uh and uh and then there was a sequel not directed by tim burton called peewee's big top but he was originally mostly known for his like many award-winning tv show a kids show called peewee's playhouse so it was on for two or three seasons yeah and ain't uh, ringing a bell yeah ah. it, uh, if you watch some clips it's pretty wild but yeah. um i used to have the dvd box that i think i sold them a long time ago but because it was because any it started with the hbo special which was exactly. a kid show but for adults yes. and then they turned it into an actual kid show him and his friend hammy were putting mirrors on their shoes to look up hammy's sister's skirts right. in the hbo special <laughs> and i was like wow. looking at his sister's vagina um, why not? Little did we know that's what most of 
Pornhub and <laughs> all big would sites. evolve into yeah. 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 Proto Hub. A pet of his time. Um, but uh, but yeah, this this couple of chapters here uh, is I mean, this is this is the beginning of a lot. This is introducing our a huge part of our cast forever. These are the um, I mean, these are the fucking archetypical characters of Berserk. The um, homies of the hawk. That's yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to ball out. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, the Taka, Taka no Dan in, uh, in Japanese, but um, which is technically Falcon, but it sounds uh, hey, better. Can yeah. I get some Taka Mordong, please? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, as regular listeners know, we Taka, we Taka Yes Dong on this show. Oh, yeah. Quite We're a bit. We're proto Dongs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh this moved really fast. We read about 80 some pages. Um if uh, if you're a fan of the show, let us know if you like the meteor episodes like this. I mean cuz it's like when I got to the end of chapter 4, um it was only like 40 pages and I was like this I read this in like 12 minutes or something like that. And uh I'm sure there'll be some chapters that we can all decide like oh there's actually so much to talk about. It's so rich in there or something, but uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like this 2 hour mark is like a good good length for these podcasts, yeah. but uh, let us know in the comments if you feel otherwise. It does not mean we will necessarily listen to you, but we appreciate the feedback. Uh, a little housekeeping here. Thanks to Ryan for his beautiful violin intro. Uh, thanks to Steve yeah. for producing said intro. Uh, we are streaming our recording live uh, at twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. Uh, it's a very strange channel for Berserk podcast, but Steve and I have done um three to five hundred episodes of another podcast including patreon podcast but uh probing ancient aliens was our um not our original but it's our it, it's our main podcast um get up your podcast that we did kind of for fun but uh probing ancient aliens is also on podcast services everywhere that you listen to podcasts which is mostly your phone and car uh sorry your computer because your phone is in no one's no one's accessing the web, I guess, unless you have a Tesla. Uh, are people web browsing on Tesla? Those big Tesla screens? I, uh, I, I, a web I feel like there's been video content of people watching videos oh, they shouldn't Lord. be or movies. <laughs> <laughs> watching internet films. Yes. Uh, it's called erotica. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, playing we, whack-a-mole. <laughs> we um, uh, we'll have a review here in just a second of someone who likes both of our shows, which is nice over on Spotify. But, uh, but yeah, uh, twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens every other Monday. This is a biweekly podcast unless something changes in the future and we have more time. But uh, every two weeks we will do this show every uh, alternate two weeks. Steve and I are doing a probing ancient aliens kind of presents probing Gaia where we probe deep into content on the Gaia network, the Gaia streaming network, which is all about consciousness and paranormal stuff and aliens and uh, ancient mysteries and all sorts of fun stuff. So there's also a lot of yoga and Pilates content. on there. (laughs) We don't really cover that, but um, we do our own series that's on there on us doing Pilates and yoga. The barrier um, um, poses. Yeah. The barrier to entry to getting your content on Gaia is pretty low. So, well, and that's our show called The Barriers, and it's two bears doing uh, the exactly. yoga poses, tandem, and and how to hold each other. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess there's not uh, there's not much else. Uh, we don't have a Patreon right now. Uh, we do have 
um, a brand new review that, of course, actually, we have two reviews, I think, which I didn't pull up. Um, but uh, we would love for you all to head over to um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, as a note for our Apple Podcast listeners <laughs> uh, who are probably seeing the little placeholder image and going, this looks stupid or whatever. Nothing against Ryan's art, but it was a note, uh, you know, a little, a little uh, placeholder image he did in probably five minutes. And Apple Podcast refuses to fucking replace our logo with the logo that our wonderful fan Paul made for us. Um, so I've been going back and forth uh, with our back and forth with our hosting service, who I think is an AI entity talking to me. Um, I've never had, I've never had a customer service agent simply not read or answer any of the questions that I've very like nicely laid out in there. Um, and it's probably my most frustrated, like Karen, uh, style conversation I've been having. Cause I'm actually now being a dick to see if they have a reaction to it. <laughs> right. Um, You're sending photos of yourself. Yes. Um, but, uh, of me Rate as me my one dick. Ten. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, it's it's very frustrating to say the least. But yeah, head over to Spotify, head over to Apple Podcasts, give us uh, good ratings, give us reviews, help us get found by um, all the other little strugglers out there. Um, yeah. And uh, ooh, there it is. There I'd like to is. hear from you. And we have um, a review, I hope, because I sure can't see it here. Um, anyway, it was from, um, it was from, I remember the review very well. The it, Bo was, Bandy? it was from a gentleman called Books, uh, B-O-O-Q-S who said, thank you, uh, for, he was, he was waiting cause we took, we took some time off because, uh, it was just going to be 4th of July, but then Ryan almost drowned in his own lung butter for the last month. So, uh, he was very sick and he's better now. So, uh, we skipped, we basically went a month without doing it. So. Um, he was very thankful for the show coming back. And then he ended it with keep doing both shows. Cause he loves both. Mm, so there we go. Probing the probing shows, uh, and no guts. No and, uh, Bo Bandy left a review super fan on, uh, yes. probing ancient aliens, but he's now left a review for no guts, no glory. Yes. Uh, on July 17th. Did you see that or no? It's like more ticks than a clock. <laughs> no, it says I stumbled upon this podcast while looking for, for a Tourette's self-help yeah. podcast yeah, yeah. liked it. <laughs> what? Because the title of the review is more ticks than a clock. Oh, right, right, right. Something like that. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so thanks, Bo Bandy. But um, have you seen Trailer Park Boys, Ryan? No, no okay. I haven't. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Was that like the, uh, the fucking, I, I don't know what the company was, but like the stop it now, the Star Wars. You said it very oh, much wait. in that style. The, 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 yeah. the Yoda. The Yoda yeah, voiceover yeah. the seagulls. Bad yeah, lip yeah, sync yeah. or whatever yes. it was. Right, right, right. <laughs> I didn't even think of that, but no, that is a I great haven't. video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we got obsessed with that. Was that back at like the, uh, the, the pre-shoe that, days? Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, anyway, maybe we'll have a Patreon someday when we have more time. But um, yeah, we have a little segment here where we ask each other how we're doing. What are what are we watching? Any games we're playing? How are we all doing? Let's, we'll start, as always, with Steve. I'm doing okay. Um, yes, did we? Yeah, I think uh, I was off on my Catalina adventure before, yes. uh, on the last one, so oh, that went well. That <laughs> as What's up? This, I have to post that episode on Patreon tonight. Oh, oops, yeah, last day for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh so that uh, we uh, dove a little deeper on uh, 
the or did I talk about that last? Did we do the show last week? Was that last Monday? We did. Uh, we did the show. Uh, yeah, we did. Glory, I think. Okay, so I had talked about that since. I'm oh, sorry, everything's getting to be that summertime blur. Uh, but doing okay. Watching, uh, I watched Hellraiser uh, oh. this weekend just for the fun of it because my wife had not seen it, and we watched because it was like on Hulu <laughs> or Amazon. They did that new one. Oh yeah, with the golf, the the trans person from Euphoria, I think plays maybe. I can't, yeah, I can't remember who was where when what, but we went back and watched the '87 classic. Where when? (laughs) (laughs) I pronounce where when what? Yeah. (laughs) Um, What? Yes. What is this? C. (laughs) Who's on first? Yeah, who's on first? (laughs) Um, But yeah, that one. It's definitely gory, bloody, and again the. So sorry, uh, you saw the original or the new one? We watched the original one because I'd seen it. It'd been a long time since I'd watched yeah, that yeah. as well. John Carpenter? Uh, no, uh, Clive Barker. Clive Barker, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. King of Horror, and I think he wrote and directed that. So I believe so. Yeah, all yeah. the original from him, because I believe that again we talked about it on the show, but um, Cenobites definitely heavy yeah. inspirado on the guy. Uh, for the yes, uh, the handers, yes. Um, but yeah, you definitely see like the pinhead, the female, uh, what's <laughs> the it called? <laughs> well, that's what's Shatterbox. yeah, her name. I, is, I always, I always think that's funny, yeah, yeah, uh, box and jitterbox, and then fat map, jitterbug. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's not porkins, that's Star Wars, Butterball. it's yeah. uh, butterball. That's what it is. A big fat guy. I just threw that out there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, opening the dimensions of different demons and portals yeah. and pleasure and pain and all that fun stuff. Yeah, so. very much about ultra terrestrials. Like they right. are, they're, they're extraterrestrials, but more of a dimensional sense as opposed to coming from a planet in our specifically galaxy yeah. or whatever, you know, spoke. and they have the, some classic lines in there where it's like, you know, an, angel to some demon to others or yeah, yeah. whatever. It's like, um, no, no God, no something, only flesh. It's like something like that. That's like another, yeah. And then like also when Frank's getting ripped apart and he's just like, Jesus wept. Oh yeah. And yeah. then just gets like ripped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our friend Brent from our Arma group, big into horror movies. He's big mm-hmm. into media in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely tried to describe, you know, Hell, <laughs> yeah. Hellraiser known as one of the most like disturbingly gory um you know uh, uh body horror you know fucking sci-fi horror kind body of positivity and, and, <laughs> uh and ryan immediately was like like i i love talking to you about the stuff brent but that stuff like i really don't want to hear about it because i think about it too much and it disturbs me and sticks <laughs> yeah. with me then i get rock and, hard and, and i brent, gotta find it <laughs> brent repeat like immediately he's like no no but it's okay it's, like just telling him <laughs> Right, the graphic details of the movie. One thing, though, and then had (laughs) pictures that he needed to show him Mm because he not only like Brent was like is like a weeb for Hellraiser and like Mm -hmm. more in general and stuff, and he's so he's super smart and can absorb massive amounts of information. Um, I don't know when he sleeps because he works a lot. Like he just worked a seventy-hour week, but yeah, he'll have he'll have like come to Arma and say. I watched seven hours of Elden Ring lore. I've never played it, but I've 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 watched all these YouTube, and then he has Study. opinions about it as if he's played it, <laughs> right? Or something. But mm-hmm. uh, this is so stupid that they did this. Does I'm like, his job allow him like Ding Dong Bundy to consume content while no, working? He is um he's he, on the roof. Yeah, he <laughs> he's a roof watcher. He goes up on the roofs like Batman and exactly. Spawn. 
Yes. Uh, and, uh, I mean, Daredevil's up there, but he's not watching anything. Yeah, no, he can't see shit. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, whatever, echolocating. Uh, <laughs> stupid. Uh, <laughs> echolocate the other version of Batman, huh? <laughs> uh, but he is a um, heating and cooling, like a refrigeration system. Like an HVAC. Um, uh, kind of, but it's more for commercial cooling yeah. systems. So, like the mm. fa- freezers. And fans that are in like a Whole Foods or, or a Walmart or some other, you know, big grocery big right, store. The beef. Um, and, he, and so he's he's on call. He is not. He's never just like, as, you know, sitting around watching content or whatever. He's always right. like typically doing stuff. So, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's a he's an interesting, an interesting young man. But uh, he and he then proceeded to show Ryan to try to show Ryan many pictures as mm-hmm. he's even though Ryan had already said, look at the still shots from this action sequence and we're going to put it in a flip book for you. Yeah. <laughs> you can take that home. <laughs> um, Hellraiser, uh, one, one of the, the couple movies that were early on, um, like what that made me realize that like body horror stuff makes me lose my appetite. Mm. Um, and you know, which nothing made me lose my appetite when I was young. And so, uh, I remember watching the fifth, um freddy krueger movie where i think it's like the it's like the whatever the dream squad or whatever where they're all like they all kind of heck you know realize we can fight back in our dreams if we like right. use our dream superpowers and stuff but then they get fucking killed anyway but uh the there's a girl the girl who's rebellious her parents are rich people who are very emotionally neglectful uh but she's like a cool you know leather jacket wearing chick and her nightmare was that she was um uh, a baby in a baby chair uh, and her parents were having a rich, you know, aristocratic dinner with a bunch of their business, you know, people, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Freddie is the waiter who comes in and force feeds her. And so her mouth, her head and mouth end up looking like a garbage pail kid. Oh, right. She's like full of spaghetti. Good and trouble little China. Yes. Blow up scene. Exactly. Yeah. She looks like one of the guru, like that guru that was blowing up. And uh, and then she chokes to death in real life or whatever. But like, And then we went we went to. A Chinese buffet after oh gosh and oh, no. I could and I was so excited like two hours before and I barely ate anything of it, it was yeah. but um and then there's the people that will literally like have a horror movie on in the background while they fuck which is very right strange. right right what? very disassociated from empathy and emotions very odd but uh yeah um I mean there's some people that like you know, you watch like amateur porn or something and there's people that just have like the news loudly blaring in the background of the right. scene and I'm like, okay, like, I guess it's cool if they're talking about a new mall being demolished or something like that. A new mall that's being demolished. <laughs> <laughs> right. Lined up a fresh mall so built yeah. for destruction. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, but other, yeah, then, then like the next story will be like, oh, a man committed suicide today on the right. you know, 405 freeway, whatever. But and that's when it really after gets the going. mall went down, he yeah. couldn't take yeah. it anymore. <laughs> Jumped into the blaze of the fire left behind from the mall. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, sorry, Steve. So you watch Hellraiser. Yeah, that would be what we're watching. Nice. Um, <laughs> anything Anything new jump out at you, or was it as good as it always was? To um, you? No, yeah, similar similar everything. No, yeah, unlocks, as you would say. Oh, only just, you know, from reading uh, this Guts book. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> and seeing the Inspirado. <laughs> That yeah. the uh, the demons in Hellraiser had given upon. Yes. Uh, yes. Ryan, how are you doing? What are you watching? Yeah. What are you playing? 
Uh, I'm doing obviously a lot better. Um, no longer <laughs> <Steve>. coughing every day. <laughs> I'm just a better person, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Since I haven't talked to you guys uh, theoretically since Anime Expo, um, that was fun. Uh, I went all four days, and uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of cool stuff. I've never been before, and um, I was extremely tired after it. But yeah, I cosplayed as uh, Aaron Yeager, uh, final season version. So you know, very casual, but. Of Attack on Titan. Uh, of Attack yes. on Titan, yes. yes. Uh, another kind of gory series, but definitely not as traumatizing as this one. So right. exactly. Just anti-Semitic. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> From a certain point of view. Yes. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to bring Rob on the show because he's really good at debating all that stuff. Because, mm. <laughs> yeah, I've talked to other people about that, and a lot of people are like, um, so I talked to somebody who's very, might have been you or, no, it was somebody else. And they were like, they were like people that, that think it's anti-Semitic. It's like, they're, they're basically saying it's like when Howard used to be like, people don't get the joke of the show because I have a Ku Klux Klan member on the show. Doesn't mean that I am also a racist like that person. Yeah. I mean, Rob, I'm, I don't care either way. He just was bringing up the writer and the writer's history and all these things. And he's personally Jewish. So yeah, that's right. He's Jewish, you know, no. <laughs> then he's a little, he, gets, he knows, he knows. He can't the, be, uh, the he can't be um, uh, purely analytical about it then. Yeah, but um, <laughs> he has no say in this. Actually, yeah, thing. he, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, when people wear blackface, the the black people don't get a say. Okay. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. okay. So, yeah, Anime Expo was fun. Um, Two cosplays of the same cosplay, or did you switch cosplays? No, I actually I redid the same cosplay every day, which was it included trying to just draw lines on my face with uh, some kind of skin or muscle colored makeup. It was mm. very interesting. I've never tried to put makeup on my face because i'm absolutely straight <laughs> no, I, uh, uh, anyway um yeah but it was a lot of fun uh and it, i went with a group of people it yeah. was it was great uh you know went to the the 18 plus section let's go <laughs> the fuck was, was it the is it still a large curtained off section of the of the hall uh, emphasis on large it actually was a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be um but yes it's all the oh, you got to show id all that stuff um <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. So it was it was good. I, Did I you found, purchase uh, anything in there? Yeah, I, I found um, it was a. Uh, I was just looking through and just generic, you know, like whatever stuff. Um, you know, like uh, my teacher wants to whip me or something. Mm. I don't know, like <laughs> uh, you know, yep. sister and brother, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> then I saw one that was like uh, from Soft, the people that made mm. um, too you know, hard Dark Souls and uh, you know Sekiro. <laughs> Bloodborne and Elden it was Ring. a trio of the Bloodborne the Dark Souls and the Sekiro like the three healers for the one one from each game mm -hmm. and it was just called healers and oh my goodness it was full color it was amazing like the art style was really cool I've yeah. never seen like a Dark Souls or like any kind of yeah. thing like that I was we were talking about this at yeah. Arma but like kind of famously in a weird way from soft puts out almost zero merch or con like mm. zero yeah. posters, zero like a, the occasional figurine will come out, but they're very apparently choosy and cagey about putting out, but they allowed this trans <laughs> yeah, transmedia yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah. right. But the, I was specifically looking for Sekiro stuff. Cause I love that game. And that it was funny because that was the only thing that I saw there that was yeah. Sekiro merch was the hentai. So yeah, yeah. Uh, great. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, I, I got that. And um, some other, some shirts. Not Did you not, show that to your mom when you got home? 
yeah, you know, uh, she, she's really into Bloodborne and stuff. Yeah. No. <laughs> Even more so now. Um, but yeah, I got some uh, Omori shirts because that's a fun game that's got some depression in it. So um, if anyone's familiar with that, it's kind of like an Earthbound style mm. uh, game. An old JRPG kind of game. Yeah, but it has like a story that's kind of got some twists and turns and deals with like the inner thoughts and split of the mind of this this character mm. it's very interesting mm. um and scary and depressing and uh it's fun and i <laughs> i completed that the whole game while i was sick uh, oh wow I, I did a lot of stuff while i was sick it's been like a month oh. dude <laughs> yeah uh it, like, yeah it was I, hey listen i couldn't get my heart rate up let's just put it that yeah. way okay <laughs> my lungs might collapse oh all right. boy jeez <laughs> like, yeah but uh yeah been let's see oh playing a lot of honkai star rail you know okay. <laughs> oh my friends were clowning on me so much they were like oh what's ryan up to and then apparently you can see under the discord thing like what you're playing so oh. i just would leave it on mm. and then they just thought that i was playing it 24 7 like this guy's addicted <laughs> i'm like you know I, mean, I don't deny it but whatever <laughs> yeah finished the near automata series that finally came out of hiatus because mm. like there was some re- um, some covid the problems anime. with yeah. the uh yeah the anime for it um because i played the game it was a lot of fun and yeah. uh they got the ass right i'll just say that um <laughs> and uh yeah that's there's probably some more stuff but yeah those are some some highlights yeah what about and, you joey hey speaking of near ryan and i are going yes to, oh in january I'm so excited uh they very quickly announced and then uh had tickets go up a couple days later for a near-death experience (laughs) (laughs) or the near um orchestral concert so Mm. your automata soundtrack um the the two female singers that are the primary vocalist for the music in the games it's gonna be so great and uh and then the director uh he it's like he created a new episode that will be shown at, on the big screens at the concert yeah. uh, so like new content i guess for either regarding the game i don't yeah. know if it's in like the style of the like if he made like a new cutscene with the game's engine or if it's anime or i don't know i know but, there's uh, gonna be like the voices um like a recording of the voices yes. of the characters yeah, yeah, yeah. which is pretty cool to be a 9s yes. yeah. but uh is uh, that at a uh, hollywood bowl where's that gonna be it is at uh, it's it's not the Nokia Theater anymore. It's the oh it's, yeah. Um, so it's at the Staples Center, the, the theater outside of it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. At uh, uh, yes, Where we saw it, Tim and Eric next to yes, and yeah, and I saw the PB Herman thing about ten years ago, like his mm, mm-hmm. tour back then too. Um, right next to the Crypto.com <laughs> Center or whatever, which we'll see if that sticks around. Yeah. Well, because remember they uh, bought a fucking contract for like twenty five years or something like that. Well, yeah, I don't know if they can keep it up. Those the problem because I think you have to pay. Hey, and... <laughs> <laughs> um, side note: even long after Anime Expo, um, I and I think you said that. one of the podcasts was calling this out. There are so I, I got caught in a whole fleet of to- what seemingly were all individual people, not part of a group, just with all the anime girl stickers. Someone had a Pokemon out oh, car, oh, wow. all just driving down the 22, like during rush hour. It might and have it's been like, mine. I'm seeing, yeah, <laughs> oh, I was looking for know about that part of my life. Um, I'm just seeing way more of the, not only just the fully decked out, like anime weird car, but just the, the fleet of chibi kawaii cool. stickers yeah, yeah. all over cars now. It's wild. Yeah. It's the, I think we talked about it on another show, but it was like, yeah, like, I mean, more power. If you just want to say, hey, I'm a dude and I'm into big titty anime girls. Well, then and these were like weird no old women <laughs> driving the cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah some of them. Uh, and one, I, yeah. Uh, God. I 
one had a weird license plate in plate plate holder. I can't remember if I took a photo, but yeah. Happy Did, wife, happy life. Yes. <laughs> if you guys ever see the ones where it's like the big, like, like it's a big, like anime girl, but then she's like bending over and like, there's the gas, you oh, like fill up yes. the gas. Yep. And then yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, in a certain place. Uh-huh. If you ever see that, just take a, take a screenshot. Cause I need it for some, you know, research. <laughs> you know, the person that has yeah. that. Car. No, but I've seen yeah. one of those before. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's genius. And also that's kind of cursed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just need to, I need to figure out where to position my wrap. So <laughs> I, I need a few examples to get to my art guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, I saw at Home Depot the other night uh, and I had to like, it was very quiet. It was like half hour before closing. And I go into the kind of semi outdoor garden area. And there, <laughs> there's a very much a dad's dad there um, has a, a too tight shirt for him. And he's like, he's talking to his his daughter who looks like she's like 14 and looks like she wants to blow her brains out because he's telling her all about like, now you got to use this kind of, they were looking at the smokers and stuff and he was just going into fucking smoker tech. <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, yeah, like she looked like exhausted. She was in like softball, you know, you know, like she had, you know, just come from a game or something. Yeah. And uh, he turns around <laughs> and, and it, his shirt just says poke it's just the Pokemon logo on it for no, but he looks like the daddiest dad who would fucking never <laughs> Uh, video games are fucking stupid. What's a stupid right. Japanese shit? Like whatever. But I like, I had to like turn a corner and like choke a lot, like act like I was coughing basically <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, to not just crack up there. But, um, uh, but yeah, that's funny. Um, I am doing okay. Uh, school is going really well. I have gotten, uh, a is on all of my recent big assignments because, uh, there's only a few assignments in each class, so they're all worth like, 25 or 50 percent of your grade so mm. uh had a big old a big old hump of assignments last week and i'm glad that that's over but um and then just a couple more to finish out the year but it's kind of more mellow or finish out the quarter um i am i am almost i i've it's it's this might be like a record for like how long it's taken me to finish a game that shouldn't take this long to finish uh but I'm almost finished with Final Fantasy 16. I'm ramping up to the end, so I'm very stoked. Um, still, still amazing every time I play it. But there'll be like a couple days at a time where I can't even play it for a couple hours at night, which is yeah. not my usual schedule. So I was really hoping you'd say Neopets, just like <laughs> just build up to you know oh, as, yeah. this game shouldn't have taken this <laughs> <Yeah>. long, but <laughs> you know I'm st- I'm back. I, I hooked up my Dreamcast again. I'm raising Chow's and Sonic Adventure in the Chow yeah. Garden. I got my VMU unit. I'm taking it everywhere I go. Yeah, got uh, the, the, I, um, the semen back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta race a little Chow and then race them. Because um, you, because I know semen had it, but then they had the little Gigapet semen Dreamcast. Ooh. He said, yeah, no, it was literally called yeah. semen. Right. Game semen. Yes. Where you raised a, a human yeah. hybrid fish yeah, yeah. that turned into a frog. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, they were. They you could uh, talk to it. You were too young for Dreamcast, correct? Yeah. The controller had a little. They called it the VMU. It was like the the video virtual memory something. Yeah, virtual memory unit. And so basically, it was like a Tamagotchi that plugged into the controller. And certain games had little, and it was a little digital, like old school, like eight bit interface. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you could take this away, and this was during like the Tamagotchi craze. You could actually take it away. And it would charge on your controller and stuff. And like 
in Sonic Adventure, these little like onion headed, like teardrop looking cute things that I think yeah. are still in the fucking nightmare Sonic universe. Mm-hmm. But uh, people were fucking furry cosplaying as them and fucking each other or something. But uh, <laughs> uh, going to In and Out on Garden Grove Boulevard. <laughs> Uh, what? but you could, you could, you, you could feed them. You could uh, just all the Tamagotchi shit. And then you put them back in the game and they would evolve and they get new powers. And, and they them. would actually show up in the game. Exactly. Yeah. With like the, not just on the unit, but then even graphics. the unit. Cause again, that was your memory card. Certain games, it would yes. like play its own little video on that thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Just, yeah. Dreamcast was like ahead of its time and behind its time. It, it was at the wrong time when it came out. Oh, well, it was perfect time for me. I loved it. Version of that uh might be you guys familiar with like amiibos oh yeah for sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't like grow or anything but they like right. you can put them in the game and put like a physical exactly. figure so yes. right right yeah those were pretty collectible for a while but people always well, bugging me yeah, evening uh i maybe lost i <laughs> was looking for a different podcast <laughs> <laughs> sorry about bandy it's it's a weeb talk tonight oh but, yeah uh, <laughs> um but yeah that's um uh, i had a, a pizza party for my family because they asked for one um saturday uh, i made the mistake of um having uh our friends dorsch corner and his kids over not a, not not that that was a mistake but i just I went too many big knowing i was going to be cooking so i did handmade pasta um and like a, an all-day sauce so i was extremely tired after saturday because that was friday and then saturday night my family was over um but uh and yeah shout out to uh my family members because my mom and stepdad lost they had to put down two of their their last two cats uh last week and then uh the the project the creator of that's how you do it productions uh our kind of you know pseudo aunt uh gail that we talked about on the show um and give her a lot of shit but her dog who Mm. she loved tragically died like instantly oh jesus um something something um must have stung it or she stepped on a, a poisonous thorn or something because it was like anaphylactic shock it was like no questions about it the emergency vet said she has all signs of anaphylactic shock so she was she was barking or so she was um they were just 20 feet out of her, her house same place they've walked for the last five six years and some neighbor dog was yapping at like the screen door and it was freaking her out so gail was trying to um, just put her in a sit, you know, whatever. She jumped in the air as she is wont to do when she's freaking out and pulling yeah. on the leash and stuff. And she like yelped in the air and collapsed in a heap. And then Gail picked her up and within literally like 20 seconds, she was dead, like not Jeez. breathing. Yeah. So she took her to the vet. Um, and they said, yes. Yeah. So she, it was, so, you know, anaphylactic shock is like, if, if everyone's seen the movie, uh, my girl, like Macaulay Culkin dies of a bee sting, spoiler alert for a 30 year old movie. Uh, but like, People you have that, an allergic reaction and you can't breathe and everything yeah, swells yeah. up and you just kind of choke out. Yes. And it can happen from insect stings. It can happen from um, peanuts, yeah, poison, wrong food, you know, um, flowers or, or thorns or something you get stung by or any other type of, of venom or something. A, a snake could bite you and the person happens to be allergic. And then the body like basically like adrenaline rushes out way too many like white blood cells and it, it fucks up your whole system. And so um yeah so very very sad shout out to shout out to our little furry friends that are lost um very tragic but uh, my my mom's cats had a really long good life and they you know they were declining but they were also like double triple inbred as well they, mm. they took them the whole family from a hoarder house that used to kind of live behind them and uh they had the dad they had 
his daughter, who he then had the litter of kittens that like my mom still had one of them. My sister had one of them until last year and put her down. But uh, but they all had very good lives. So as did as did Gail's dog, just as short as it was. So um, kind of a bummer, just like Berserk. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> you can always transfer like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm into trans furries. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, we covered, like we said, um, uh, if, if you're a regular listener, I realize that since we've doubled up on a couple chapters, I accurately will say the chapters or the, the parts of the chapters, but then, uh, I haven't been doing double on the, like the overarching chapter, you know, cause it's on like fucking chapter 376 or something right now. But, um, but, uh, I, so I edited that and changed that just before the show in the podcast feed. So in a few episodes, hopefully you'll forget about it. But if you ever go back and listen to these early episodes, then, it. uh, they'll be a little incorrect for a couple of them, the last like four or five anyway. So yeah, we are in volume four so that, uh, for people that are, I don't know, new or just listening to the show and don't know what a manga is, that would have been the actual um, book that was released, not the, not the ch- like that you would buy in a store, not the chapter in. I think this was released in Young Animal magazine. We're, we're released, yeah. We're we're doing a uh, what's it called, graphic novel version. Exactly is what yes. we're reading. Um, so we have the deluxe editions, which have three volumes per deluxe edition. So um, they're the you know they would usually be called the trade paperback but these are not paperbacks they're very nice uh, leather-ish bound hardcovers so mm-hmm. um vegan leather this um also here's a quick 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 side note i've been on i think i have a 206 day streak of japanese on duolingo oh Getting kind of fucking bored. I, th- I this is like my this is technically yeah my third time <laughs> saying I'm going to learn Japanese forever and just do it. <laughs> and uh, I think I have to realize that it's not like I want to use another more useful. It's not like I'm going to go learn Spanish or something. But um, I'm I don't know. I'm not I'm not giving up on it yet. But um, I think it's like as soon as I get into um anime spurts where I like watch because I don't always watch anime. But when he does, no, he doesn't. <laughs> all, uh, then I'll be like, oh, yeah, I should get back in. I should fucking like action because I took I took two semesters in college, you know, 20 years ago. Um, so I always kind of knew the basics of the basics of the basics. But um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll keep everyone updated. I know everyone's fucking biting their nails here on the edge of their seats. But, uh, Maybe if you go somewhere to practice it, it'll spike you again. Like go to uh, a restaurant, restaurant, go to a. Uh, I don't know, market or something and go I walk could, around Mitsuwa. You know what? I could find that waitress that we um, had at the yeah. <laughs> place who was a white girl, but clearly super had, weeb. Yes. Had adopted a full uh, Nihon. She person. was wearing the non-racist description color of an <laughs> Japanese person's skin face. Yes. We can make a YouTube video saying like white man goes to Japanese restaurant, speaks fluent Japanese, surprises <laughs> all the waiters. Yeah. <laughs> But surprises him with his balls hanging through his shorts, not because of him speaking Japanese. Right. <laughs> Surprising man keeps his balls in his shorts. Yeah. You yeah. wouldn't believe that when yeah. this big bald man is speaking at Japanese restaurants now. <laughs> Don't order that as your side of ramen. Uh, yeah, and she also drew, basically drew Asian eyes. Like on, That's what I'm saying. Whatever the equivalent of blackface is for Japanese yeah. is what she did. Yes, wow. uh, but um, yeah, and she was very horny for 
the I mean, admittedly tall, hunky Japanese dudes that like yeah. college dudes that were running. Who, homes, but I'm assuming were born here and spoke. Who were yeah? Who were no very accents? percent American born because uh, they were like yeah, whatever, cool. Like, what yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Up here, Jerry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, George the K sound motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um anyway, so we have uh oh sorry. Uh Bobamdi asked in the chat at twitch.tv slash probing I'm going in my into this one cold. One question. Why is Gampino such a dick? What's his backstory? <laughs> <laughs> uh all we got is what's on the page. Um, but I mean if he well, if he's Gampino, then his uh, mother and father used to throw shoes at him and tell him to go to work whenever he would not be doing homework or playing tennis as a high schooler. Um, he'd have to go do construction, swing a hammer, whatever. Um, he then got married too soon to my mother, um, which I think created a lot of resentment, a lot of, he's not a very emotionally vulnerable person, you know, whatever. Uh, he had a major tragedy tragedy. Um, I mean, if we're, if we're melding the time, yeah, period, I was going to say, you got to, he, the, he, the, and, his family flew a hang glider or something okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, um, yeah, to, to sail the ship maybe yeah, into a yeah, rock exactly, and crashed on a bunch of rocks, um, yeah. and, uh, to go to some sort of gambling Island or something like right, that. Right, right. Um, and, uh, so went through that tragedy, uh, and then married a very, um, cold person with similar traumas. And they just, you know, and they, they found just, your uh, half brother underneath a tree as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they did but, constantly say that they wished he was never born. <laughs> yeah. 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 As he crashed his third oh. golf cart. <laughs> and Ryan is now Tim Allen from Home Improvement. So, yes, whatever trauma. I think, Bo Banning, to answer your question, is that in a huge ironic twist, Gampino, despite being a blue collar worker his entire life, had never seen the uh, let's call it the play uh, in the town square called Dirty Jobs. Yeah, exactly. Before. Which was the <laughs> wildest twist. And Much then, to the shock yeah. of the audience and to the puppeteers themselves. So, uh, <laughs> and then Joey rammed, <laughs> yeah, rammed a sausage down his throat and split his throat. There we go. Yeah. And that was the only time he was proud of me. Yeah. Um, but uh, the sausage had um, Donovan, Donovan seared into the side. Yeah, Dongovan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we start off every breakdown of the chapters of Berserk with a four-sentence summary. So this is a, a segment I stole from a great podcast called um, Just King Things about uh, Stephen King books. They do a five-sentence summary, but uh, we do a four-sentence summary. Very different it is, of course, Ryan's turn. Oh my gosh! Yes. All right, I was I was wondering. <laughs> so Ryan oh, Ryan is going to off the cuff. He has not oh, written it's this such, down. Such cuff, um, such off. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's, he hasn't written this down. He's just going to do his best. Um, and uh, I have had uh, last last episode committed the first. I had to do a sentence over because I fucked up. I forgot something too key, and so I. Uh, I started myself over. So. Redacted. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What is the four sentence summary of volume four, chapter 12 and 13, the golden age part Ooh. four and five. Yeah. It's, it's a double, double whammy too. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So first, first sentence, here we go. Close that phone. 
<laughs> well, I gotta, I'm zooming through. Nope. I'm looking at the, Off the cuff. The Asian hotties looking for old men. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Oh, gosh. All right. Uh, guts be like, don't touch me. Mm-hmm. That's the first sentence. Okay. <laughs> okay. Second sentence. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> this is going to be so bad. Uh, second sentence. Guts refuses to be paid uh, because he just doesn't give a fuck and meets these robbers that happen to be the band of the hawk. Uh, Third sentence. Casca is instructed to take him down Mm -hmm. and she just sucks because uh, (laughs) she's not as skilled as guts Mm. we'll put it that way Mm. um and finally griffith has to step in Mm. four sentence griffith beats guts pretty easily but notices guts resolve invites him to join the homies of the hawk Mm. or the uh (laughs) the frat bros of the falcon there we go (laughs) uh either way is fine uh and guts challenges him to a duel which ends with Griffith jumping on Guts' sword. That oh, sounds yeah. really weird out of oh, context. Yeah. Well, not from Griffith. And then Guts biting Griffith's sword. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is just the best yeah. way to describe this, no, I'm realizing. Okay. No sexual subject <laughs> at all. It's <laughs> trippy. Yeah, I didn't think of this beforehand, but that sounds yeah. really awesome. All right. As we say down in Havid Yacht, it was a cock swinging man. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking blew the guy. <laughs> his sides, his penis. Yeah. <laughs> beans, huh? Was well, uh, Berserk says the ball that that guy blew up <laughs> <laughs> ran head first in there. The new mall got ran from behind. <laughs> yeah, they put the replacement mall and they fucking tore it down again. <laughs> I don't know why it was on the news while I was fucking this broad <laughs> or whatever homo stuff, as Berserk says. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's his way. Uh, whatever homo stuff stuff okay, okay. <laughs> yeah some problematic language in this uh chapter yes, yes. oh very much so uh welcome p matthews to twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens but um yeah that was that was good um it uh it it felt like to me well, like a lot big. happened in this children, children. i pressed the wrong oh. button <laughs> i was trying to do the cheer <laughs> wow uh wow. uh because there was so much dialogue like even though not a lot happened there was a lot of characters talking so yeah Yeah. it uh, wasn't as bad as a dragon ball fight but it was a lot of talking building up the fight with some fighting yeah they at least weren't talking about power levels but they i mean they kind of were everyone was talking about (laughs) oh how strong this guy seems oh could you be this good like yeah oh casca's she's only uh been ever been beaten by griffith and we can't beat her and then Judo. I was going to beat Bezuzos. Corcus <laughs> is a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Bezuzos. Yeah. <laughs> you see the Bezuzos uh, on the Yazos? <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Bezuzo, we 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 kicked this chapter off with uh, Bezuzo. He's having a he has a splitting headache. Uh, <laughs> his head is cleaved in half. His eyes are uh, as, askance, uh, and he. Um, we got a lazy eye. Yeah, we have some cool, um, uh, some cool art here. Of we got like the the very shaded, you know, first few pages art, um, which is so funny because like I've noticed that 
the shaded blood and like shaded liquids and the shaded like smoky or ghostly effects never look as good as when they're drawn sharply for some reason, even though you would think they would look better mm. painted, you know, with all the, the variants in the um in the ink and everything. But uh but that but yeah. armor looks crisp. Yes. <laughs> uh guts casually checks his small little cut that he had on his forehead. Uh, up. Guts checks his cuts. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay, sorry. Keep going. Guts cuts check. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then he he effortlessly kills another, not Mega Man from the games, the video games. But I am going to start calling these guys Mega Men or a Mega Man because they are just like the free the giant round freaks. Right. Um, they are they are Mega Men. Uh, and then as we'll meet later, Pippin, the first seemingly good uh, aligned, positivity aligned. Body positive Mega Man, yeah. <laughs> uh, that we've met, as, as opposed to a pure psychopath. But um, I guess we could also call them like elites, <laughs> like like yeah, a Diablo, exactly. like, yeah, the yeah. elite mobs. <laughs> yeah, the, they're uh, they're the um, uh, the mid level boss. They're yes. the, the mini boss. Yeah, uh, better than just calling them fat fucks. Exactly. Yeah, instead of being <laughs> fat phobic as Japan and Kentaro Miura are. Um, but uh, yeah, and so, we are no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this dude's about to hammer him to death with the spike end of the hammer. It's going to be pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. And Guts just casually slices him kind of through the waist uh, and kills him. And he gives him like a little like when he walks away, like, fuck you. And we get our first chronological appearance of Griffith. Now, we have seen Griffith before in the kind of flash flashbacks from the the, the Black Swordsman arc. There was a couple um very much the the classic like guts and griffith on a a beautiful windy looking lush green hill and having a philosophical discussion of some kind but uh but yeah he's on a balcony we see him in his classic armor a lot of focus on the shape of his helmet on the the hawk helmet and i think this is obviously mira because in the comic it makes a lot of sense because we've seen griffith as femto as his god hand ascended self uh, who has basically this now, but now it's just a part of his head. It seems like as, as, uh, as Femto, the, um, what is he called? The, the Hawk of desire or the something of desire or whatever as his like God hand, uh, like I think, description. I think so. Also, I wanted to point out, um, just like because of where the camera angle is, mm-hmm. if you think about, uh, if you guys both, I'm assuming have seen star Wars, whenever Darth Vader is on the screen, mm-hmm. it's, it feels like almost like the camera is just a little bit lower mm-hmm. so that you can see his, his balls. No, um, so that you can see <laughs> this kind of more imposing angle. And he's yeah. often also on like high staircases, uh, in, yes. at least at yeah, the beginning yeah. of each scene. Yeah. And this has been very consistent so far with Femto mm. and now Griffith because like this is our first time seeing him as little little dude yeah, griffith yeah. that's not just in the flashback he is above evoking visually that he Always is above, above other people and yeah. even later not to spoil too much but later in this chapter He's on his high horse, right? He's always yes. above Griff, uh, above guts, yes. in in pretty much any way. Well, he, I mean, he takes him around, and that horse is is chewing up the devil's weed, the the wacky tobacco <laughs> a lot. Yeah, the uh, horse guy, he has no pupils. That's yeah, that's crazy. Exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> very Ooh. cool, very cool horse armor for G- uh, Griffith's horse, and it and it even even to this day, it's pretty much the same, and um, very reminiscent of a show. Uh, which came after this, so I'm sure, you know, whatever. But uh, not much, though. Steve might remember a show in the early 90s, and it was, I, I'm going to butcher the name, but I think it was just called The Knights of King Arthur or King Arthur. I knew you were going to say, I knew you'd say that. <laughs> I got some of those toys. They're somewhat rare. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, 
it was a pretty rad show, uh, very anime esque. Oh, I but, loved it. Yeah, but for um for European nights, so there was a football team, uh, which were the Knights, and uh, so a modern you know '90s football team. They get time portaled back to uh, King Arthur times. Okay, and they are imbued because King Arthur more guy you know the evil witch yeah, merlin summons them for her. some reason right yes yeah merlin summons it back because morgana has trapped the real king arthur and his knights of the round table mm-hmm. in like a time vortex or something like that and so they are given uh the magical weapons and armor and what was cool was that they didn't always have their weapons they would don their armor and it was like fucking rad very anime-esque you know armor but but all of their weapons would like show were, up kind of like Yes, it was a crest on their chest. Hmm. And so there would be like, you know, Arthur would have Excalibur on his chest. Uh, Gawain would have like a fucking mace or something. And like, and they would like say, um, uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, no, Lionel says, Lionel would chant there. Well, Lionel says, yeah, yeah. He says a whole chant for, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. These guys, I think they all put their tips together around the, the round table. Yes. And then transformed into their But I, but I like, specifically remember Arthur, and his name was Arthur King, the captain of the football right. table. And he would say, Excalibur, be my strength. And it would come out of, you know, it would like laser come out and, f- and 3D print in front of them. So, <laughs> um, but okay. yeah. Uh, but their horse armor was also really cool and very much like Griffiths and all these different uh, yeah. stuff. So yeah. Um, anyway. Not. Also, uh, I like how one of the soldiers is like, there's no comparison, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, right, Griffith? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and it's kind of cool because later on, you know, Guts is first. He comments multiple times about how he didn't realize that, that the um, the band of the Hawk was so young. It's made up of like a bunch yeah. of like basically like older teenagers, kind of right. like early 20 something. So uh, but yeah, Griffith is on a balcony. The guys, uh, his his men are talking about how strong this guy down there who is guts who just killed Bazuzo, and they're like wow it'd be crazy if you guys fought huh whatever and uh and everyone's kissing his ass and this uh it goes back down to focus on guts this pompous very french-esque uh knight who was trying to uh who offered to pay him in the previous chapter we now see him without his helmet very freddie mercury from queen actually yes looking <laughs> guy uh so you know, get well, yes, the, 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 the full-on animates uh stage of freddie mercury's life yeah uh, with the short hair and the mustache but um uh he he offers guts like a squire ship basically and then he uh and guts is like ah, whatever and he's like walks away and he grabs his arm and guts has a classic classic ptsd don't touch yeah. me explosion outburst um and also it also seems like they're alluding that this guy, I mean, this is, this is late eighties, early nineties, uh, still kind of gay pan, like AIDS panic stuff. Like this dude almost looks like he's coming on to guts and mm. seems to be drawn as like a foppish gay stereotype. Right. Um, and, and it would make sense in the sense that like, Hey, like he's like, he's like, come on, but what about stability and riches and I'll give it all to right, you. Right, and it's right. Very, um, very, um, I want to bring this you as a young teen, like under my wing, basically mm. kind of thing. So uh, wing, meaning the bat wing that he stretches out his ball sack. Exactly. Um, and spreads it on Guts's face like a face hugger from the Alien series. Um, but um, uh, oh, yeah. So uh, the we get we get a little dog mention here. There was a line from last episode that also alluded to Guts as because it was Gambino's dog and the dog following along and everything. 
and this Frenchman, whatever I'm calling him that. I don't think we ever get his name, but he Frenchy Mercury. Yeah, he's (laughs) he's all pissed (laughs) off and he's like, go and die like some dog on a battlefield then. And so just again, the I never noticed till reading later in Berserk that um, there would be so much dog beastly dog imagery so much dog <laughs> yes um also on the in that same panel the part where he says blast little fool oh yeah <laughs> in the other translation that i read the, the guy just says what the fuck <laughs> like it doesn't even make sense it's just in that little bubble it says what the fuck and then it says go and die like a dog <laughs> it's like, okay yeah, i think we'll have to get you the uh some of the next volume so you cannot have to read the <laughs> shitty, shitty uh, torrented it's version. kind of funny to read them side by side though. just be like what how much did they miss this because i want yeah some of the writing's like very beautiful and so it's it'd be interesting to see yeah what and the, and the in the other translation the dog me- is not even mentioned it's like some oh. other thing and i'm like that's such yeah, an important it's important man. thing yeah. to mention yeah um lots of intros here so guts is he's you know he leaves he's walking down this you know nice uh, countryside row because the battle's over like the the defeat of bazuzo seems to have you know defeated um what we now know is an army that hired the band of the hawk to help them yeah. uh fight and defend this castle or whatever it is so um we get griffith he's laying down relaxing uh on the grass we get corcus uh who is just just a pain in the tuchus the whole series that he's that he's around he is he's a snide like fearful but boisterous um kind of um he's a loud minority yes he like kind of manipulator he's 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 kind of uh uh he's he's always thirsting for a quick rise to power and status basically right the little ratty kind of yes. if you will from lord of the rings the uh yeah. the guy who's in the ear of the king and yeah oh yeah worm right. tongue or whatever yeah but yeah. not so fearful that he doesn't cause trouble because like he'll right. actively seek out really bigger fish than he can handle yes but, yeah and then but then immediately try to get other dudes to like whittle that guy down before hey, you he, go first man exactly yeah he's that guy go so get him. That's um, a friend at the bar who's like hey let's go fight these guys which yeah. i've known this people like that and I then <laughs> space myself from them and it's like no I'm not going to go fight them because you want me to go beat them up they, for yeah, you. Especially as the bigger friend it's one of the larger right. children they expect you to. Yeah, it's usually the ratty little human friend shield. like this. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so Corcus is he sees Guts he doesn't know his name is Guts but he sees him walking down the road and he's like hey that's that fucking guy that uh, beat that big dude up and he he'll probably get a lot of money if we kill him and status and power and whatever and um, you know Casca shuts him down uh we get judo here as an, in, an intro to judo he's whittling he's whittling wood a lot in these chapters and uh he's he's like um he's like if uh <laughs> he's like if rickert and griffith had a baby rifford and cricket <laughs> cricket uh, <laughs> uh but yeah so um yeah he's a he's a, a very calm cool and 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 especially seemingly kind-hearted guy like he's he's always there to kind of like have a calm, friendly word and whatever, as we'll see through the series. Uh, and he has some cool skills that we'll see later on. But uh, kind of is awesome. Kind of the rogue character. Um, yeah. And there's a lovable rogue character. But the rogue character that's not like edgy. He's actually exactly. just friendly and nice. Yes. And wise, actually. Yes. Um, but yeah, so, you know, uh, Casca, we, we get an introduction here too. very, very short haired Casca, very, very tight little eyebrows Casca as well. Now, here is a discussion. A question I want to have. So being that this a question that I want to have that I've wanted to ask <laughs> with you guys, being that uh, this is, you know, the world of Berserk is kind of in a 
a close parallel universe where the European hundred years war is happening during the Renaissance, right? 1400s, 13, late 1300s. Um, Casca. Now her armor is very Roman esque and her sword is very Roman. Yeah. Her helmet too. Yeah. Yeah. Is she kind of supposed to almost be like a very swarthy, like Sicilian kind of woman, like per, a person of like very Southern Italian descent? Is she supposed to? And then there's some there's genetic crossover as you get further south in Italy with Africa, you know, African DNA and things like that. Is she is she just really tan? You know, I don't know. Or she's supposed to be Spanish. She like, is definitely not from here because right. um, <clears throat> I'm not going to spoil her entire backstory. I'll just mm. say like basically Griffith finds these different members of the band of the Hawk or the, mm-hmm. the Falcon or whatever um, in different areas. And her specifically uh, he finds in a very, very terrible situation, but the, it, she's already been relocated right, when right, he's right. found. Her. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And so like it, it, she could have been from, I won't you know say specifically, but she could have been from anywhere, but right, right. Uh, yeah, she's definitely not from their specific place. Yeah. Um, I don't know if uh, her armor is really supposed, I mean, it's obviously different, but yeah. she didn't have her armor when, got, uh, they're when Griffith met her. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're just, yeah. yeah, they could have cleaned up and yeah, killed yeah. someone. They're she's grabbing, they're grabbing what yeah. they could get, right? But yeah. yeah, I just, I've just never known if that was supposed to evoke something or supposed to almost evoke that, like, almost like how the Roman Empire took over so many different cultures and things like that. You know, it's not mm. literal. I'm just like, yeah, the yeah. visual kind of little motifs can always say something, but I think also she's very different from the others in general. Yes. Right. So yeah. that's just an easier yeah. tell. And I think ultimately you're absolutely right. Is, is what is, is, is she's, she's not only outcasted because she's a woman, she's outcasted because she just doesn't look like a Western European. Like doesn't matter where she's from. She's simply not a Western European person who has fallen in. Right. So she, yeah. she's like, it's kind of like Mira saying she has so many things to prove and she has done so. She is the second in command of yep. the band of the Hawk and her, uh, combat. Uh, that was weird. Oh, there's a fly on the camera. I was like, something's flying in front of, hmm. uh, but, um, uh, I thought maybe it was a paranormal, uh, orb or a light anomaly or something, but <laughs> just a disgusting poop fly. Um, but yeah, she, she has proven herself quite worthy. Uh, you can see like immediately that there's like respect in every single member's eyes yeah. of Casca. Like, yes. it's not like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I can take her cause she's a yeah. woman. Like, no, they like, Holy shit. I can't yes. handle this. This girl. She's too much. She is also, I, I believe literally the first female character that so far does not seem constantly in danger of being raped by the other, by the men that surround her. So like she is like the only woman so far that is held in high regard. Now you could argue that she can hold her own. Yeah. You, you mean you yeah. could argue that Gambino held sis sort of in some sort of high regard, but not really. Cause he abused her and fucked with her while she was alive and didn't really reveal that he really loved her and needed her and was sad that she died until his deathbed, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, Casca is the only, the only woman so far that is, um, uh, you know, an, an SFC, a strong female <laughs> You know, okay. uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Griffith tells Corcus, do as you will. Moments later, focuses back on guts. He uh, lot, lots of, you know, all the all the, the sound effects of the wind blowing around, but he senses something and it is horses. Horses are uh, coming down, barreling down on him and uh, Corcus he on his horcus. Yes. <laughs> and he immediately cuts a man named Dante at the hip just slices him open at the hip 
uh, a mega man barrels down on guts. What did we say? A, a mini boss and an elite. An elite. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, barrels down on guts. He has kind of like a, a three maced flail. So it's kind of like a mix of a, uh, like a, like a monk's flagellation whip that they would whip themselves with, but it has little like cylindrical maces with spikes. Yeah. On them. So, uh, guts gets a tiny little nick on his cheek before cutting off the guy's entire, uh, flail arm his weapon arm. So, um, Corcus realizes that Guts is, quote, really strong. <laughs> uh, like, I mean, like you were saying, Steve, it's funny because, yeah, they're, even though it doesn't seem as bad as Dragon Ball, there is a lot of power talk. It's just right, more right, grounded. Right. It's just like, oh, this guy's strong or he's not as strong yeah. as opposed to, he must be at 7,000. Like, he's got a weighted vest on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> someone should redo that scene where Goku drops the weighted vest, but it's just a big ball sack. <laughs> right. Just <laughs> meat. <laughs> Hope you uh, called in for ramen. <laughs> Anyone ask for a soba noodle? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we get um, uh, Casca Griffith and some of the other band of the Hawker in the background, kind of watching the doings and goings on with the fight. They're very chill about it, by the way. Yes. I mean, they're, they just witnessed like two guys. One of the guys is dead. Yeah, yeah. One of the guys lost his entire arm, and they're yes. just kind of like, well, I mean, told you so. Like, yeah, they're yeah, all they're, they're all fighters. All they're there to make money, and death is a part of their lives. So it's like, all right. They're going to go kill someone for money. Who cares? There's like a, a hierarchy, but at the same time, there's not like full loyal unity, which is kind of interesting. There's yeah. only like, oh, we respect the hierarchy and we know that like we're going to get far because we're together. Yeah. But like, hey, if some guy's going to like trip over a rock, I'm not going to care. Like, it's it's fine. This is this is like the first um, Merc crew where like like Gam- Gambino, I didn't really get this sense. Like you could imply or infer it, but like griffith's crew seems like a dysfunctional family as opposed to a rigid when gambino was you know he he was like kind of a father figure to all those guys but it, they were all men that looked to be in their 30s and 40s or something and so this looks like a real this is almost like they're almost like the lost boys from peter pan or something like that you know they started yeah, that's actually a good comparison they started very young all they've known is fighting um but as we'll see uh in a little bit skipping ahead like how you know, Guts is walking around the camp. They're fucking playing cards and having fun. They're not like beating the shit out of each other and, and like being mean to each other. They're kind of all being yeah. uh, comrades and brothers and sister in arms. So, um, so yeah, and you know, Casca's like, I told you so. And, uh, and Griff is still laying down. We don't see, we haven't been revealed like his full face yet. It's been under, I mean, we've seen it before in the flashbacks, but uh, chronologically, he's either laying down with his face kind of, you know, out of frame or out of perspective, or he had his helmet on earlier. And or so his eyes are closed. And right. Then yeah. And he's, opens. and he's like, Casca, go take care of it. And she, she scoffs. She's like, yeah, oh, come on. Why do I have to do it? Whatever. And then she's from New York. Hey, she's wearing that armor. Uh, and then yeah. we get, we get like a diet Griffith. eye. we don't get his predator. eye. we get his like, Hey, like I'm your big brother and I'm telling you with just a look to just shut up and go do this, please. You know? And so, but not with anger or whatever. Um, but, uh, and she immediately just goes fine. Like with just the look, she goes fine. So again, we, we keep getting the sense of how much respect and admiration they have for Griffith. And by um, the way, in that frame right after the eye, uh, it just shows like Casca's mouth, like about to say something, but then doesn't. Right. Yeah. But if you look, 
just above her nose, some people might like see that as, oh, it's like the shadow that usually is drawn when you, they don't want to draw the eyes. Mm. But because of where it's placed and because I know some context, I think it might be some blush mm. um, because it's actually just around the bridge of her nose and a little mm. bit towards the cheek. And I feel like, I mean, it's not too much to say that she might like Griffin. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. it, there might be something there. She's right? horny for him <clears throat> in her yeah. vagina. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so she places. Uh, we get a little cross balls out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get some crossbow retaliation here. So hits hits Gus just in the fucking tricep with uh, with a crossbow bolt, and then tosses the crossbow aside and goes in with her sword. So she defends herself pretty well. She's fast, but um, and she's on her horse still, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but she gets yeah. she gets uh, her helmet knocked off from a thrust upward from guts. So, which is so interesting. I didn't realize I f- completely forgot about this. Her helmet, very similar to guts's helmet when he was fighting in the last battle. And he had just gotten his helmet hit off of himself with a weapon, you know, in the same kind of way. I never realized the kind yeah. of like visual similarities Girls, there, yeah. you know, but, um, uh, and guts, of course we get a, we just get him staring up, freaking out once the, the helmet pops off. He's just like a woman, uh, you know, and, and uh, didn't know he's fighting a chick. I've been online um, for years. Casca <laughs> <laughs> uh, is pissed. She rushes in and uh, uh, and this is where the men are like, wow, you know, he's stronger than Casca and only Griffith can beat Casca and whatever. Uh, she's pushed back by Guts Force to, despite him not getting any you know, direct blows in. Um, and she literally is just like, I'm dead. Like he show, he kind of, you know, she kind of falls back. And here's where Griffith shows up, fully armored. So he was he was laying in uh, his in his street clothes, his underclothes, um, on on the hill there. And now he's just fully kitted out. Um, I mean, this is kind of a kind of a sword report thing here. Full plate armor as as Griffith is wearing it could not be put on by yourself. Like you had to be you you could not um reach certain things there were internal things that had to be tied and things like that um there were various pieces you could do by yourself but a lot of like the chest and arm stuff you couldn't all that you need two other hands to do i think stuff. the horse helped him i, th- I think you <laughs> might be right yeah um but uh but Wilbur. <laughs> also real quick uh you know how the he's introduced as like boom the spear gets thrown uh, to yes. stop guts oh yeah i, I totally mean, missed that shit yeah yeah, yeah well <laughs> It's one of those like, hey, well, guts. If you really want to kill Casker her, just had a boner. You <laughs> <laughs> pulled out a dick that was bigger yeah. than mine. Yeah, uh, but yeah. She, now. <laughs> if if guts really wanted to kill her, it's one of those like, all right, I'm winding up for the final kill, yeah, and yeah. then oh no, I I was stopped. Exactly. His yep. sword is literally right next to her head still. Like yep. <laughs> guts is not in any danger of being killed right now. But yeah. I mean, he's I, he's obviously still so shocked that this is like. You know, this is a young army. There's a woman that he's fighting. She's really good. Yeah. This other dude is like all chunk. Okay, is it just me or does all his armor look? No, I was gonna say <laughs> really. His armor looks so chunky, like compared to like yeah, yeah. seeing his femto form compared to him when he's an adult. Yeah, he kind of yeah. looks like <laughs> this like little bird sitting on a telephone pole that's like the super yeah. like chubby thing. <laughs> he's just kind of like all right. I'm he here. Is on my as as we see in a little bit these early chapters with, with all the characters have a slightly rounder look to their features and cause they're also younger too, right? Yes. They don't, they don't have as much, you know, square jawed angulation and things like that. Um, full, you know, I'm not sure if penises are full length yet. You know, 
doesn't yeah, matter. We'll, we'll probably you know. see later, honestly, because yeah, exactly. they <laughs> draws them in. But. Uh, but um, but yeah, so Griffith's first words to Guts, which I'll, I'll, I'm clocking all these things, having read this, you know, three times in my life now uh, and then and, and doing the podcast. So you think of things differently, like when you're going to talk about things, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, his first words to Guts were, uh, would you lower your sword? And Guts just stares at him, you know, ellipses. And he says, I guess not. And then they fight. So again, Griffith being very cool, casual, collected here. Um, Griffith is is very skilled with this kind of, I hate Griffith's sword. I always have. Uh, it's it's a cavalry saber that is kind of mixed with elements of uh, a Scottish broadsword. Uh, the term broadsword, as everyone should know, uh, to, to be a double-edged, you know, your classic uh, short sword or whatever. That's not a thing. The only broadsword that ever existed is the Scottish broadsword. People might say, oh, this was a broad-bladed longsword or something, but uh, broadswords were mostly a D&D, um, not invented, but a, a Dungeon & Dragons uh, proliferated uh, misnomer. But anyway, Guts has a very cavalry, a horse-style um, uh, saber, which would have been uh, too early for his style. He would have had more of a classic falchion or messer. Uh, which was the 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 curved weapon um, that was still a sword, but um, but yeah, but part of it is the point of Griffith is that everything about him is light, agile, slender, bird like, whatever, and and Griffith exists to be the opposite of guts, like he exists to be opposite in every way to guts. You know, he is he is the antithesis of guts. He is guts's ultimate other, and so. Uh, again, not sure about penis comparative penis sizes, but um, also uh, <clears throat> not related to the penis sizes. But mm-hmm. uh, no, I, <laughs> honestly, you know, uh, but we we see so much about Guts's swords, and then throughout the series, you know, he gets other swords as well. And obviously, we we've seen in the beginning where yeah. he has the heap of iron, right? Yes. Um, there's so much of a focus on that, also on Guts's armor that he gets eventually, and just mm-hmm. all all of his different outfits. And even other characters, too, that we eventually meet in very long down the road. They're like different weapons and all that. Yeah. We never get really anything the whole series on either uh, Griffith's armor or his sword. No. Like any significance. There's yeah, yeah. nothing on it. It's just this guy, which I think I kind of like because it's still it adds to an element of like mystery, kind of like yes, back to the yeah. Vader, the Vader analogy. Right. You don't know initially when you see him in episode four, like why is this big dude in like this black armor? Like why is he breathing all funny? Like you don't know why Does he have a drool cup. It sounds kind of spitty. Yeah. Like why, why does Griffith look like this? Why is he just so insanely skilled? We don't know, but he's just superior. We like, we can't question it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. And and he, and he also has clearly custom made armor, which would have been hugely, expensive back then too very cool yeah. custom yeah 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 um and and a little frame um when he's kind of uh meeting guts's blade mm-hmm. in this very saber-like parry i guess um yes. it flashes the whole time it's been uh since they started fighting the eyes disappear right and then all of a sudden when he's about to do his move which should have been a killing blow mm-hmm. uh his eye flashes in the shadow of his helmet mm. just a sliver i love that because yeah. it, it's so menacing like yeah. it's not just oh you can see his eye fully you only see the whites and just a little bit of the pupil it's great yeah um and then yeah he he stabs him he notices uh or stabs guts in his kind of like shoulder like his armpit like area, armpit area. Yeah, yeah. 
And Guts is completely taken aback because not only he has he just found like, like this, you know, random young woman who is is almost able to best him. And then this dude who's almost able to best him after he just took down a bunch of elite mobs, you yeah. know, <laughs> like it, he's he's really taken aback right now. So I um, will say that despite my uh, hate of Griffith's sword, he is he is the first character, not the first because Guts has done it before, but Guts has used the flat of his blade like a big giant shield, like a, almost a static thing. Uh, Griffith is using the flat of his weapon against the edge of Guts's um, uh, massive sword, which I like. And he's also, there's a really good, it, I'm, I'm torn on the how this is drawn because I think that the sense of movement and dynamism is really good in this fight scene. But the geography is kind of rough and you don't really know how the swords are getting to where they like it seems like it seems like people would have to have like a third arm or a floppy arm that would like, oh, I'm going to come up from the middle somehow and whatever, you know, a drunk arm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, but um, uh, slingshots for everyone. Uh, But uh, you you don't really know, like even even with the uh, the jump on the sword later, it's like. How the fuck did he like go back? Which which is kind of cool because in the anime they draw him like shifting back really quick, even though he gets the, the the dust in his face, he shifts back and you see the whole thing happen. Whereas with this kind of to Ryan's point, the sense of mystery of like he's just so fast and agile, and how does he move like that? That's that's what you're supposed to be uh, getting at this point from Griffith, right? We'll but, even um, see later when he's you know not in armor at all and fighting uh, guts on the hill. Yeah, uh, he does this move where it's like the the anime. Wow, I didn't even see his sword, but he was cut from like seven yes. different yeah, sides. Yeah. And it's like all the blood comes out at the yes, same time yeah. for dramatic effect. <laughs> it's great, yeah. but uh, but uh, just also a sword report thing for people who don't know like some basic stuff. Uh, he does do something that you would definitely do with a one-handed um, lesser sword, essentially, than Guts's massive uh, <laughs> donger, um, <laughs> which is when you meet it, you don't want to have a battle of strength. You want to slide off and right. go elsewhere. And right. he does that, just that. Yes. And also uses his you know masterful horse movement here that's cracked out right um to just get around guts in it, it's weird because like none of the other members of the 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 band of the hawk have really used their horse as well like casca yeah, yeah. just immediately gets off of hers yeah the first dudes they just were killed on their horses yep. and you should have an advantage when you're on horse like yes. just obviously right yep. but uh yeah. yeah it would have been cool if guts did a a more gutsy thing and just fucking cut the horse's legs or something you know like like as opposed yeah. to like even fighting griffith on the fucking horse but um but it's i'll get it it's 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 there to show griffith he's not he's he's not um so proper that he would get down and go let's have an even duel that comes later but like right now he's just like i'm just gonna fucking toy with this guy basically from yeah. my high horse right but uh but yeah, uh, yeah, to your point, I like that there simply was no stupid edge on edge uh binding a match where they're just pushed like acting as if you can do yeah. nothing else but push at each other until somebody falls or punches somebody or whatever, right? So, yeah. Um but um anyway, where am I here? Oh yeah, so everyone is kissing Griffith's ass. Uh Casca or sorry, sorry. The 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 fucking stab happens, right? So um yeah and, and immediately everyone's cheering griffith on uh casca's like hey corcus he fucking had to do this because of you why don't you say something nice to him or whatatever um yeah. and, uh, and and i think corcus goes like hey, it was it was my fault all right like he gets all fucking uh sheepish about it and stuff but um meanwhile 
Guts is getting up. He's he's uh, he's berserking as he as berserk. Uh, <laughs> he gets up uh, using his sword as a walking uh, cane, a walking stick at this point. Um, but then as he's approaching Griffith, he fucking passes out, falls face, <laughs> falls, fails flat on his feet <laughs> uh, on the beautiful grounds of Wisconsin uh, by Lake Miranette or whatever the fuck's out there. Um, and, and they went to supper club and settled their ways after <laughs> a nice grasshopper there. Uh, and if you remember, uh, th- this like moment where he like faints and, and because of the blood loss, yeah. if you remember from the previous chapters when he's, you know, big boy guts, yes. um, he has that moment on the stairs walking up to Griffith where he literally is about to pass out from the oh, blood loss yeah, yeah, and yeah. then yanks himself out of that that's trance right. yeah, and yeah. still goes for the sword strike. Yeah, so that's yeah, a really yeah. cool kind of like parallel there. Because that's a good callback. Yeah, I he, forgot about He's that. like, fuck this. I've been here before. Yeah. I'm going to push mm. past this but push past this and bring out my inner preserve yeah. right <laughs> like yeah it's it's, it's sad it's sad that the anime yeah just loses so much of that because you, there's there's not as much you know what i mean like it's it's so strange like people would have loved an entire season of the black swordsman arc like you could have stretched out or even if half the season you could have had 10 fucking episodes out of the 20 and then done that so it's it's so strange that they chose to just do the one episode and then yeah. let's get back to just normal nights and whatever but um but anyways passes out uh griffith takes off his helmet for the first time and we just see the most beautiful femme boy <laughs> that we've ever seen uh, again the complete antithesis white hair versus black hair long hair versus short like, long flowing versus short spiky uh much more rounded i mean still a little but mostly rounded ears versus the really sharp pointy ears of guts um he is he's soft wherever guts is soft. <laughs> okay. Okay, dude. Uh, right. he's the so only good. thing is that they're both fighters right yeah but exactly op- it's not like one's like um the dumb movie unbreakable where it's truly the opposites oh, where yes, he's yes yeah the glass man and all these things versus these are these the are two halves of the same coin right they're the right. anti-version of each other right so um little art note by the way yeah. i love how mira draws griffith's hair the outline the silhouette of it as no line there's actually oh, just yeah, you're the right. dark background because his hair is so pure white yeah. that it just is like a cloud that's in the sky. Yeah. Um, in the, in that's the, pretty cool. In color images, it's like silvery white, like silvery yeah. grayish bluish white or whatever, but close enough. I mean, again, yeah. in this, it's uh, the black and white. It's, it's still, either way, it's still the antithesis of the dark hair. So um, Additionally, um, his eyes, as we've been talking about a lot, are always the thing that has the most detail in his like entire, you know, form. Oh, yeah. whether, whether it's like if he's drawn from far away, it might not show his nose well yeah. or his mouth, but it's going to show every detail of his eyes. That's I actually brought something up, too, because as we'll see in just a little bit when, um, you know, when when Guts has his uh, very uh, non woke language at, <laughs> at Griffith later on. But um, Guts fucking hates how direct Griffith is. He hates how much Griffith feels things. And when you said that about the eyes, it's like, oh, and he when like Griffith is all about his eyes is, is he staring at you or is he not looking at it? It's like, he's so or is when he he, looking beyond into the future right, of when, his ambition, right? right. When, <laughs> when he is direct, he is like staring into your soul, right? Like when he is talking, it's for, it's always purposeful and whatever. And for guts as someone who hides his emotions through vi- he channels it all through violent action, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like a <laughs> farting in front of a dog. Yeah. Violently to to of course. Yeah. <laughs> and then saying that with <laughs> vaguely Japanese. Straight faced. 
Fart activate. Uh, Boom. Uh, and that really happened with me as the farter at a disc oh, golf course. Wow. But um, yeah. uh, <laughs> because the dog Jeez. freaked out afterwards. Anyway, uh, it was more the throw than the fart. But anyway. <laughs> well, the throw carried the winds of change into <laughs> the dog's nostrils, and <laughs> into their dreams. Yeah. He was forever a different dog. Um, but yeah, so you know, we get we get the reveal that that Griffith is a putiferous uh, man child. Um, his horse, again, his horse armor, the helmet looks super cool. Very geometric. It looks like, oh, it yeah. looks like, uh, Mira used like drafting tools to draw all the angles perfectly and like stuff like that. So, and one uh, final point, I'll stop obsessing over his eyes for a second, but <laughs> his, the shape of his eye, I really love that. It's always drawn. It, it's a very unique shape because it matches, um, the eye holes of his helmet actually, mm-hmm. um, further kind of carrying home that like that very uh, bird of prey like yeah that's true that he has like even though he has such a perfect face he has flowing white hair yeah, very yeah. soft very round face but then the eyes are cutting like yeah, it's, yeah. he doesn't have to be giving you the the you know wide-eyed death stare he just has to exist yeah. so that's very nice um, little points there on the art he's always also kind of had like a um in a lot of a lot of these early drawings too that he is like guts this strange blend of eastern and western um cultural and physical attributes you know um because he has he has more kind of asiatic looking eyes especially here earlier on and and his small features on his face exactly very very delicate he's kind of like a a, like a geisha or something like that as well as having um the sense of of properness and honor to like everything he does and yet then he's we see later he's very he can be very casual and very boyish and laid back as well yeah maybe laid back's not the right term but very warm he can choose to be very warm to people and you know charismatic and stuff so yes um and also kind of weirdly acts as like the father figure too he has kind of a lot of facets to him but yeah yeah. Yeah, like every time (laughs) yes yeah every time there's like a little scuffle like all right he's like children settle down come Mm -hmm. on (laughs) Yeah. Um, that's, that's the end of that chapter. This chapter ends, and we get the, uh, uh, you know, Berserk versus Griffith uh, on the on the chapter Freddy versus start. Jason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's like a very movie poster style, which is funny. Um, and gut, we 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 kick off the chapter with guts having a nightmare. Oh gosh, of, that's, that a, was kind of terrifying. A, a demon version of Donovan, right? He's in this like hellscape. He's running from Donovan, the monster. Bare-butted. Trying to fight yes. an elite, but he's only level one. <laughs> yes. yeah. Terrible uh, gear, iron sword. It is a cool design of Donovan's kind of demon self, too. But very, in a weird way, reminiscent of, like, Zod in the future, too. Not with the face. Um, he's like Bazuzo Zod. He's got the round head and the, <laughs> the circle eyes. But uh, Bazuzo. <laughs> Shaved uh, Zod. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just has no hair on him. <laughs> uh, but, and also... Mira showing some restraint because in later chapters loves to draw full and disturbing genitals on pictures. So uh, definitely would have more here if this was, uh, you know, 10 years, maybe later. legal reasons. They couldn't put that in there. Yeah. yeah Cause he's a child, but um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he can't fight off demon Donovan. He, he, he <laughs> comes upon Gambino sitting in his chair in hell and Gambino is just guilting him for killing him. He lifts up his, you know, throat, his giant throat wound. He's like, yeah, really oh, fucking hurt when you shove the sword through here. Even, even when, until you know, the moment I died and then looks down. Oh, and he tells guts. He's like, he's like, Hey, that's not even your sword. That's my leg. <laughs> that you're holding. <laughs> and now it's uh, my leg lamp. And then yeah. it just <laughs> must, be Ita- must be Italian. Yeah. Like Casca. Uh, but, uh, 
he um got he meaning guts he's he's you know uh also demon donovan kind of disappears for the moment and we see uh gambino's little dog who then um becomes the face of sis the plague ridden cocky sis yes <laughs> yeah give me more um and guts is on of course a pile of bones of skeletons donovan comes out of demon four reveals reveals himself as a, a beautiful nubian man uh that the beautiful nubian man that he is and then guts wakes up as he's captured into the whirlwind of blackness that is Donovan. the whirlwind of blackness. <laughs> there we go. Um, and he wakes up uh, screaming, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Having his you know, PTSD nightmare, but he's actually lying nude with an equally nude Casca who looks very dead inside. Um, he falls back asleep uh, seemingly for a few hours. It's light out. It's morning. No one's there anymore. Uh, his wound is dressed. Um, he's on a nice little bedroll in a tent. Um, those again, these tents. I'm like, man, are there fucking are there are there delicious pickles in that barrel that he could just go <laughs> grab? You know, and what's is there treasure in that treasure box? Let's um, not talk about grabbing pickles. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> also, I keep forgetting to ask you. Am like you you sent me the you sent the thread with your brother and yeah. George, the, the uh, I, I'm your pickle friend. Like when we're yeah. <laughs> am I the pickle friend? Usually, do I? Yeah, usually? yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, usually you're the one who's like, you're going to eat them? Oh, can I have your pickle? You're going to eat that <laughs> like, pickle? Yeah, I guess if people throw them on the side as if they're going to toss them, I'm like, hey, I'll eat your pickles. Oh, uh, if you don't I've had you hound me before I've even oh, wow. gotten to that state. Do you not like pickles? I, I couldn't remember, honestly. Uh, I don't eat the McDonald's pickles, regular spear oh. pickles. I will usually wait till the end to savor because I feel like it ruins the meal. Um, um, like it overpowers whatever I'm eating. So I like the flavor, just not yeah, paired yeah. with stuff. Yes. Yeah. Acid. Yeah, we know acidic, you're a pickle fiend. Acidic too. foods are, can be a palate cleanser, um, yeah. in their own way, but not everyone wants that. Um, anyway, so, uh, wakes up, he's walking around, uh, the band of the Hawk, which we don't even know that's the name yet. Oh, walking wait, around. Sorry, real, real quick. Yeah. Before yeah. The, the Casca thing. So a he, Casca, he fades into consciousness. <laughs> Hey, Casca. Uh, It fades in the consciousness with the words, don't touch me, stop, don't touch me. Mm -hmm. And then every interaction so far has been him, you know, brushing someone off or slapping someone away or pushing them or shoving them. And then he looks over and sees Casca and doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily think this is because he's so incapacitated or he's like, oh, this is my, uh, you know. 2 a.m. paralysis demon or something like (laughs) you know like i think this is finally someone that he's weirdly not afraid to have touch him which i don't don't know why his traumatized body because trauma lives in your body it doesn't live in your cognitive part of your brain and Mm -hmm. it's as if his body senses that he's safe with her yeah he's not revolted and Thank fucking God we have confirmation that Berserk is straight, everyone. We could not respect him the same if he was gay. He, of course, in a few pages, rejects the homosexual. Uh, it dances that he what proceeds by... Yeah. <laughs> Talking. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> but uh, And I forgot, because I love... This isn't my favorite. This was a candidate for my favorite line. But he says... All he like really sees is he's kind of passing back out is dark eyes and then he, he we we get this a little later it's too. like it, i don't know it's weirdly like very sweet i don't know yeah, yeah. how else to describe it because it, he's still in a terrible you right. know demonic nightmare situation where he's suffering from like fevers and almost passing out and right. all that but he like notices her eyes it's very innocent because he's not saying 
oh my god i feel her breasts on me or yeah. her vagina on my thigh he's just like sees her eyes and that's what he's that's what he notices first we can't know if he's attracted to her yet but he that's what he notices initially right and theoretically so. like just thinking about like if guts was like a real person would he even like based on how he grew up would he even know what like attraction is and what right. like you know uh, you know a man and woman being together or something like would he even know about that besides like the whores that gambino would bring around true yeah. like has i don't he, think has he, he would have ever rape does he, right? is that all he knows of sex is it just prostitution is it like you know right like so. i i have no idea but obviously well, he knows you know, he knows sex he, you know, just well you know <laughs> we'll get to that later but you know he yes sex <laughs> yes <Dad. laughs> oh um but uh yeah so he walks out he sees the camp he also sees Casca a little a little ways away, uh, seemingly fighting with Griffith. Griffith just like puts his hand up and she kind of walks away in a huff, walks immediately towards Guts, punches him in his wound, <laughs> uh, and then uh say, you know, wish basically screams that she wishes that he had died during the fight with Griffith. Uh, and then walks away. And then here we get uh Judo whittling away calmly. Um, you know, doesn't even introduce himself, he just says like it's only natural. He's like, Casca stopped being, like, gave up being a woman so she could be a mercenary a very long time ago, you know? And, uh, and, and Guts is, again, Guts is kind of just like, okay, like listening to this guy sort of intently, you know? Um, and we have to remember Guts is like 16 or 15 here still, so still very young. Yeah. Um, and Judo, Judo gives us the exposition that Casca was ordered to sleep with Guts to keep him warm, to fight his blood, the coldness, you know, as, as his blood clotted and recovered itself uh but they had to keep his temperature up because hypothermia can happen if you lose too much blood um so she was ordered to use her body warmth uh for him and uh griffith apparently said which is like kind of the one of the first things where us as moderns it's like pretty shitty of him to be like uh you know lying naked with a man is a woman's job <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm not going to make uh, any of my dudes go homo here. Okay. No. Um, but, um, uh, it's, it, but it's, it's fucked up for Casca because Griffith knows everything about Casca and how much she just wants to impress, you know, like impress everyone around her, impress Griffith and prove herself. But so it seems like a very demeaning thing. Yeah. She's, she's also do. just been kind of humiliated in front of the whole band of the hog yeah. that like, Oh yeah, this guy can beat me. Like, yeah. and now I'm being forced to sleep in the same tent with him yeah, yeah. as like, kind of serving him. Nude. Like serving yeah. the enemy, serving someone who's killed some of our people. <laughs> my head. I'm being forced to smoosh my goosh on him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I'm Kiaska. <laughs> He's going to change accents every time yeah. we do an impersonation. I'm Kiaska. <laughs> oh boy. Just rewind the pot. Do you guys think, there's a question I've wanted to have for a long time. Do you think that Kaska, you know, with the Roman armor and the dark, is she from Wisconsin? Do you think? I mean, it <laughs> she could from be. Winna, if she from Winnesota, Wisconsin. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> she was from New York. Nordics. You know, now <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's a classic Polish descendant. <laughs> yes, a swarthy people <laughs> screw in many light bulbs. Uh, <laughs> Every time we read a Kaska line, it's just a completely yeah. different voice. It's just like. <laughs> Yeah, Iron guts, I hate you. <laughs> right, a different American or Indo-European accent. Yeah, um, yeah not doing Asian accents right. on this one. Nope. <laughs> that would be racist. Um, and so, probably slightly accurate, actually, maybe. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> yeah, you she never could know. be from anywhere. That's true. She could be Filipino. Yeah. Yeah. Filipino. <laughs> Miso <laughs> Casca. No, okay. no. <laughs> Philly, you know, New York. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so give me them cheese steaks. Huh? <laughs> uh, Hot dogs. Right. Griffith. <laughs> Griffith <laughs> approaches. Uh, apologies to our East Coast listeners who are offended right now. Um, and we also don't care. Yeah. Griffith approaches <laughs> and introduces himself very calmly, very warmly. And he's holding Guts a sword. And he's just, oh, it's an amazing sword. I can never wield it. <laughs> Would you accompany me? And so very, being very polite to Guts. Like, this also is like probably the first person ever to be polite to Guts, too. Um, and, you know, this isn't the kind of respect Guts thinks that he deserves or maybe he's never experienced this kind of respectful exchange uh ever in his very sheltered life but um but Griff has given it to him so we also get a rickert introduction oh here. man oh let's let's get my boy yeah. in here <laughs> rickert looking kind of kind of weird honestly it's a yeah. weird drawing of him but he looks he like a little blonde in... Tosca. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah power twink himself right <laughs> also it should be noted you can probably tell just from the art but rickert is way way younger than the rest of the yes. members even though the rest of the members are basically teens right yes. your rickert is just like a little baby you know he's yeah, probably yeah. like what you guys say like eight i was gonna say eight or 10. nine or something like that yeah, yeah he's very little yes. um but still you know he's still doing his part he's making some yeah. sort of weapon um, well and that's that's what's funny too is like i did i never realized until this reading where Rickert is also the is also the anti guts in that way where he is a little boy in this band of mercenaries just like guts was and yet he seemingly seems not raped he seemingly seems right. not battle hardened mentally abused yeah he seems mostly like a a, a, a well adjusted social little boy who's yeah. with these bands of this, uh <laughs> with these bands no this bad band of killers um. Yeah. And uh, Rickard is like kind of the voice of reason here. Uh, Corcus is jealous because, you know, they're all like, what the fuck's Griff is doing walking off, walking over, getting hoogies with fuck, <laughs> uh, that, that dude over there. But uh, <laughs> hey, Philly, huh? Hot dogs. Uh, <laughs> Hot dogs. He went down to fucking Wawa's there. <laughs> oh, you know, it's Fest that time of year. Quick side note. I had to turn off my camera during a lot, uh, an online class last week because sometimes I'll show a video clip and there's a YouTube video. Uh, we were learning about group therapy basics. And so there's a video on YouTube, which looks like it's from like the late nineties and it is very like it's actors, but they're portraying. I don't know if the, if the actor portraying the social worker was actually an actor or she wasn't in the rest, but clearly they're actors because it was supposed to be, a heroin support group, like a heroin addiction support group. Mm -hmm. And it was all people that clearly had never done heroin, just act just like kind of the actors in the fit. Literally everyone had a Philly accent, but the lady, the lady running it was this like sprightly Martin short esque lady who had a fucking gray Goku haircut. So like a what? weird Karen cut, like a proto Karen cut. Uh huh. And she was Philly as fuck. And I had to constantly be turning off my camera because I was dying. <laughs> it was like a 10 12 minute clip too so it already and it's on it looks like an old like um tim and eric like v like public access level camera right. can so we kind find of a little this bit of tracking times like, yeah i will find yeah i will find it um because so she puts funny. the links and all like the powerpoints and stuff so uh and this lady so she's she's like she's like okay jonathan can you turn to Sarah and just tell her that she is wrong about she was just like the lady's like, Oh, I don't deserve to be happy. I hurt my child. I'm an awful person. And so then it's like all the, so we're each going to go around and, and everyone's going to say in their own way that, you know, you're not, you, you do deserve happiness. And then 
So it's already Tim and Eric. And then she pulls out props, which was not part of like, we did not know this was going to happen. We was just like, here's an example of these kind of terms, like how you can like uh, broach things with people and how you can link things that, Oh, Sarah said this. And that's kind of like your experience, Jonathan, you know, to try to you know, get people to kind of connect. And she pulls out after, after this whole round of people saying, no, you do deserve to be happy. Don't beat yourself up. She goes, she goes, so <laughs> she goes like behind the chairs, pulls out a three foot tall novelty Budweiser bottle. That's like a pool toy. Yes. You used to win those at carnivals. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. then a, and then a tiny yellow and blue and green Fisher price hammer that looks actually like a little tomahawk or something. Like it's a doctor's reflex uh, oh, hammer. Yeah. <laughs> and I, that's when I was like camera off. I fucking lost it. I was cr- cracking the, fu- it just, all the Tim and Ericness just hit me like all at yeah. once. Cause it, that was a use me, use children yes, situation. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah was cracking up, not knowing what I was laughing because she can't have my headphones in. She's just, I'm just in here wheezing and dying. <laughs> it all just hit me and I could not, I could not uh, keep it together. But oh, really? the Philly accents, which is just like, right. One of, I don't know Always why funny. One of the funniest because <laughs> it's not as overused as a New York or Chicago. Cause right. 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 In the 80s watching cop movies. Then it's all Chicago police and uh, Chicago actors. And New right. York right. Actors. But even in LA, it's like, Hey, Hey, Saborski, we got to go down to Malibu and catch that fucking guy. It's like, oh, yeah, by way of uh, Wacker Street and the Big Bean or whatever in the, the middle of Chicago. But um, but uh, anyway, uh, side note over. But uh, we did have a listener say on one of our Spotify reviews, like uh, a little too many um, tangents in this episode, but overall. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry about that, that guy. But uh, anyway. Tangent these nuts. We got a tangent of these <laughs> tangents pungent tangent uh yeah corcus is jealous and pissed and rickert uh is like yeah right pippin and then we see a huge a huge mega man (laughs) so okay i wanted to bring this to you guys attention so do you guys know like the moyai like like this big stone face oh yeah uh, easter island yeah oh like (laughs) we've done whole episodes yeah we know how they move them yes yeah i've, I've <laughs> yeah. seen a, a clip of that yeah, yeah. They're, they're very cool they have but... bodies 40 feet down in the ground too it's not just the heads yeah, yeah. they're very very tiny bodies yes yeah. Um, oh yeah pippin's a moai for sure yeah he's like, one of the rapa nui people for sure but i'll like i'll just with my friends i'll use that as like a, a an emoji reaction to things yeah. <laughs> and just be like you're completely stone-faced yeah, yeah. like that's always Pippin's reaction. Yeah. You get to know later that he's actually very like emotional. Yeah, like, yeah. So even though it's like the man opens his eyes eventually. You, know, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you get to know kind of like the Mandalorian head tilts. You're mm, like, oh, mm-hmm. or like the differences in breathing. Yes. You're like, oh, okay, he has emotions. He's not just this stone face, but yes. he generally reacts just like this, which is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, hey, right, Pippin, and Pippin's yeah. just like, yeah, boy. <laughs> and of course, again, like. This is another positive echo of a huge, a huge kind of ethnic looking man who is seemingly very safe and friendly with this young boy and not a potential rapist for an innocent child. Right. So, um, again, he's the anti Donovan, I guess. But yeah, we they probably shouldn't be, be compared because yeah. Pippin's very nice. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, that's what he's the anti Donovan. But uh, <laughs> uh, and also again showing this like with Casca showing the like ethnic diversity of of the group because in the in in colored pictures too he 
he's also drawn pretty dark skin. So he he yeah. looks like someone of Pacific Island, like a big Hawaiian or Samoan yeah. guy or something, you know. So for sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, Pippin's cool. First introduction again, introduction of pretty much everyone in the band of the hawk that has lots of lines. I mean, there's you know plenty of uh, plenty of arrow fodder in the in the band of the hawk. Plenty of what is it? Red shirts in the Star Trek world, Steve. That are the ones that always die. Oh but, yeah, I've yeah. Heard that. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, Guts also gets a shirt. He gets a nice little black t-shirt. Yes, to... yeah, he gets dressed um, yeah. by Griffith. But yeah, so um, Griffith has introduced himself, asks for Guts' name. Guts tells him right off the bat. Uh, and this is where Griffith tells Guts, this is the band of the Hawk. Because Guts, I think Guts is like, where, what? what is this place? Like, who are you guys? And Guts has a very anime moment. The Like, you know, like the light goes off in his head. Um, and we see him his mind going through the rumors, uh, the rumored perception of the band of the Hawk, which is that they are a very badass crew of mercenaries that he would have never thought in a million years were as young as these dudes are. So he, he says that, uh, fix, you know, the last battle we had was supposed to only take three days and it took three months because of these assholes. So, uh, so he is, uh, impressed by at least their, you know, fighting ability at this point. So, um, they're up on a hill, uh, Griffith has now adopted this very easygoing, friendly, almost like a sprightly quality. And he's like the anti-puck almost here mm. um, in terms of like the the little, you know, the, the very white, bright skin, the facial expressions, the seemingly not a care in the world kind of attitude, the the very much um, uh, sense of weird innocence about him. And Guts is like, why did you miss my heart? You could have easily fucking killed me. And then we get the then we get the classic line. Because I realized I want you. <laughs> uh, and this yes. is his thing. He says it so many times. You know, I want you. Um, and <laughs> Casca is secretly listening and seems irked by this, like around a tree uh, that's off, in the, you know, off to the side of the hill. And Guts immediately says, like, looks fucking like, what the fuck? And literally says, are you a homo? <laughs> uh, and this is the deluxe edition translation. But uh and and Griffith does not answer. He it looks like he just kind of goes like ugh, like sighs or something yes, like that. That's what I was gonna say. The little like uh, sweat thing. Yes, the, that's yeah, like yeah, a the common classic. reaction of like, oh boy, this guy. <sighs> yeah, like exasperated, yeah. kind of mildly exasperated. And uh, <laughs> Griffith just moves on to uh, <laughs> complimenting Guts's fight with Bazuzo. Also, uh, it's, sorry, in that same frame, if you look at Guts's face, <laughs> yeah. he kind of looks like almost embarrassed to even say it. He's like, yes, um, yeah. are, are you a homo? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a kid who's been like admonished or like found something weird out of yeah, an adult yeah. or something. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it's fine. Uh, he he compliments his fighting, but he says, but he's like, it's it's admirable, but it's dangerous. It's almost as if you're gambling with your own life when you're fighting. And he continues to like philosophize about Guts fighting and whatever. Cuts to, and Guts is listening here, and he says, uh, you're interesting, and I've taken a, taken a liking to you, Guts. And then he says, I want you. And so, uh, and it's like this very childish, like childlike, like, you are a new toy for me, you know? And so, and and believe me, when I first watched this in the late 90s, an anime, because they keep this scene pretty identical. Yes, um, this is pretty accurate. Uh, I literally was like, oh, God. Does he just want to have? Because of course, being a teenager in who grew up with gay panic parents, you know, and, and stuff like that, and and the frequent use of of gay slurs to mean anything was stupid or dumb or lesser than or whatever. Right. Um. 
I was just like, oh God, please don't let Griffith and Guts be gay together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, taking a very I mean, he's pretty beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what'd you say, Steve? He's pretty beautiful. Yeah. And is. if we're talking positive negatives, that means tops and bottoms, my friend. <laughs> which one's which? That's my game. Is one. that a question? That's yeah. We could do a yeah, survey at this point. Who's top? Who's yeah. bottom? <laughs> The positive negatives room is because they're all HIV or AIDS positive. <laughs> so it's a kind of a negative thing. They're in this room. The negative positives means they're not positive. Yeah. They, go in that room. <laughs> they could be coming. Right. If you want to cross over, the hallway has plenty of condom machines and things. Yeah. Of that nature. Uh, uh, spermicide so that they don't get pregnant. Hey, I was a negative at a pause night on accident. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I just got over animates. All right, come on. <laughs> oh. I was literally at uh, a gay bar with a friend. Uh, and afterwards I was like, oh, that place was kind of wild. And he's like, yeah, it was pause night. And I was like, oh, and I was up there for Emerald city comic-con. Oh, yeah. So I thought it was like a furry thing. I'm like, I didn't see anyone dressed up as like a wolf. And he's like, no <laughs> HIV positive. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, crap. Kobe oh, pause, pause night. POZ. Um, but, uh, <laughs> that friend later went on to do meth that whole trip and go to bathhouses as I worked my booth like a good person. <laughs> and did you not also see the actual death star prop on that trip? That was, yeah. We're the oh, actual yeah. death star from star Wars. Uh, a new hope oh, lives yeah. meant to be destroyed, but was not some, some dude out there has just like a private collection of stuff. Yeah. And Mr. Gus blow- Lopez. He's very public about it. Um, they were going to like, just throw away the fucking props yeah. and, uh, through through it changed multiple hands probably at like yeah it's, it's a bit of a long story but um yeah he basically has boba fett's backpack he has contact lenses from the emperor he has mm. an insane amount of stuff oh but anyways. um uh, back taking a liking to you ah yes and so guts refuses he says like you know, he says you bet your ass i don't fucking you know agree to this and he, he doesn't like, as I was saying before, like Griffith's kind of uppity direct tone. And he he guts is very uncomfortable that Griffith keeps just saying things like, I don't I don't know it about you, but I just kind of felt that way. And and guts is not an intuitive, emotional person at all. Right. Again, he channels everything into the next fight. Everything is in his sword, in his skill, and all that stuff. So I also love the two panels where it's like, and if I say no, like both of their expressions there, and <laughs> yeah. in the next one was like, do you? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Griffith being like, actually, he's just so innocently like, well, wait, but I-, I kind of wanted you to join my group. Yeah, like, yeah. Damn yeah it. this <laughs> is such a this is such a purposeful portraying and of in the art. This is like classic anime dialogue, right? With like, you know, the cute talk and all that. It it's does like, feel very out of place, but yeah. at the same, I like it. I it's mean, like, it's, it's, it's showing fun. like, this is the most innocent they'll probably ever be with each other ever again after this, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and also like, hey, let me remind you that these are all like, assuming Griffith's a similar age, these are fucking teenagers, you know, who are this insanely powerful, strategically um, effective mercenary band, right? So, yeah. Um, and then, and then, uh, so Guts says, let's just settle this with our swords. Okay. And he says, uh, he goes, if I win, I fucking get the fuck out. Right. What do I leave? Right. And then if, and then Griffith's like, and if I win and he says, then you can make me your soldier or your F word boy or whatever. <laughs> um, and so, uh, which is interesting. I, I would, I'm curious as to what, um, 
the Japanese uh, equivalent <laughs> lingo that was. Because I'm sure it's, it was slur. It's, it's gaff. That's how they say it instead. <laughs> gaff. <laughs> Um, but, uh, Gafu bar, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was smoking a gaff the other day and <laughs> this is for my old gaffer. <laughs> uh, anyway, so what the Germans would call a Blossfechten duel, an unarmored duel now commences. So they are in their, their street clothes with just a sword in their hands. And it is, we get this interesting line from Griffith where he says, I don't dislike doing things by force, <laughs> which is, which is, you know, all these little, I mean, we've seen him as this very, again, drawn higher above everyone else, very proud, um, seemingly very, you know, together person. And here's like really kind of the first little, like, and this might be the Griffith observatory thing mm-hmm. here where, where it's like, Oh, like he might be not the best person. Like he seems so cool and nice and, fair and 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 honorable and whatever um but he admits this again this all seems very much like flirty foreplay in a sexual situation you know like it, it's the equivalent of oh uh, don't worry i don't bite yeah. hard you know yeah, right, right. <laughs> um and and also I just bite swords <laughs> <laughs> but also now like this could be like you can in in modern ter- psychological terminology you could consider him saying something like that uh to guts like triggering for guts because right, right. was raped right but guts now at least has his, it's on his terms right so at least this yeah. is a this is a weird sexual encounter motif that is at least on on guts's terms so um Casca warns griff she's like hey, don't do this you know he's whatever and and then he he chides her and then he says i must obtain the things i desire and so this is this is just forever. This is Griffith in a nutshell, right? Um, so Griffith is again using his flat well. He's moving in close, um, not fighting at sort of the tips of their swords uh, like in movies, mm-hmm. where they treat bigger weapons like uh, foining fencing swords from like sport fencing. Um, but uh, he's moving in close. He doesn't want to be near the point of Guts's sword, and also he knows he has a more slender, um, less potential for leverage weapon. So he's moving in and guts can't, you know, you have a bigger weapon like that. You're just not going to be able to recover as fast. Um, and you're going to, you're going to get as, as Pino used to say, when I would be up, uh, what they call cutting in the, um, the wall paint, uh, in, like in the corner where the wall meets the ceiling, you very carefully, you know, you, if you wanted to be a basic bitch, you could tape the ceiling off, but that's, you just got to learn how to do it by hand. And he would, but I would be up when I first started doing it, I would be on like the top step of the ladder and like an inch away from the wall. Cause I didn't want to mess, like get a drop on the ceiling. Mm. And he's like, Joe, you're too close to your work. And cause I was all mangled barf tits up here and everything. So, um, RIP to me owning that URL. Yeah, I was just going to say, um, <laughs> which I actually did for about three years, but, um, uh, anyway, he's, he's making guts too close to his work. Um, he slices guts bicep in a pretty gnarly fucking cut. um, and uh the other members of the the hawk band they're you know yeah getting, yeah. getting in on the action hey hey guts is fighting griffith it's one of those situations like yeah um, ladies and gentlemen yeah. hot dogs and there there is a sense of fun uh yeah classic philly hot dogs here <laughs> <laughs> now this will actually like if you did a philly i feel like this is from one of those vulgar chef or food accounts that you always send stuff from steve if somebody did took hot dogs 
and cut them up and made a Philly cheesesteak, but out of hot dogs. That would actually be really right. good. A nice yeah. You just got to cut them real thin. Steak. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like, put it on the mandolin. <laughs> you know, my dick. <laughs> As the, uh, the, the Twitch uh, viewers can see. Um, but yeah, there's kind of a fun sense to this battle, even though it's bloody and violent, whatever. Uh, but a lot of surface wounds happening. Um, and, but Guts's battle fury gets riled up um, when he gets the cut on his arm. Griffith seems to have, you know, he's got the point of his sword in his face. And, uh, and Guts is like, oh, this guy is good. Again, with weird kind of sexual vibe too. Uh, and, and in that, in that panel also, his eyes are just completely whited out. Yes. Yeah, including yeah. the pupils, which yes. is, as we've seen before in Big Boy Guts, I mean, yes. That's when he he's getting the berserk action. Going. Yes, <laughs> uh, his pube. He's getting ready for pube poles. Yeah, on Griffith. But um, uh, I don't mind taking pubes by force. <laughs> <laughs> Rip. Uh, but anyway, so uh, this is where we get the fucking thousand sword strike. You know, crescent whirlwind technique action where uh, guts is all sliced up all at once from a billion little sword strikes from Griffith. Um, and, uh, this is where Guts sticks his sword into the ground. Again, he, he keeps being put in these vulnerable positions, sticks a sword in the ground like a shovel and flicks up a bunch of dirt at Griffith to which Corcus and the crew are like, no fair, which is really funny because they're mercenaries who kill people for a living. But, um, but again, this is very much a, um, a, a post Renaissance courtly Baroque style duel even though it has Renaissance-esque weaponry here. But, uh, you know, to first blood, even though it's not first blood. But um, this is where, again, the geography gets kind of weird. But Griffith somehow, you know, he he gets affected by the mud. He's like, oh, he puts his arm up. And uh, Guts is like, I've got you, you son of a bitch. There's, and, there's a nice little uh, tab there. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I was told by my friend Dorsch Corner's kids the other night because I will and <laughs> I have always done dabs as a joke that it's I've I was never in right. a trendy time you know like like Steve yep. I touch it all the time. And I, I was walking away down the hallway to get something out of the garage and my wife was sitting with them, getting them settled with their screens and stuff on the couch. <laughs> and I do a big power dab and then <laughs> his youngest son turns to my wife and goes God, he's still dabbing. God, he's so old. <laughs> and, they, and, and she's like, she's like, oh, do people not dab anymore online? And they're like, no. They all were like, and she's like, well, what's the big cool trend now? And right. They go, and they all three in unison say, Grimace Shake. <laughs> what? <laughs> all the fake the McDonald's Grimace Shakes for the Grim the McDonald's. Oh, I, shake. I know yeah. that, but yeah. like, that's <laughs> crazy. But I was like, and I told she was telling me this later. I was like, that's not a body movement, though. And I was going to say what and she said the same thing, and they're like, no, body movements are out. It's all about creating content for Grimace Shakes. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> I was waiting, you know, because obviously, I mean, even the the floss is now like seven years old. Oh God, yeah, that's too, yeah, you know, but. Uh, that's I, I thought they would say something more akin to like a new version, right? Of right, right. Whatever. Yeah. But um, anyway, uh, it's all about girls with huge boobs doing weird hand dances for time. Right, right. You know? uh, yeah, <laughs> they're dancing. I yeah. Know. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're dancing the way people like dance to the radio in their fucking car. <laughs> right, like so yeah. drives me nuts. But um, uh, so after Griffith dad. Anyway, yeah. So he's ahead uh, of his time. Yeah, Griffith magically jumps onto the the completed vertical cut of 
uh, Guts's sword. So re- really awesome uh, two panel oh, yeah. scene here. Uh, yeah, Guts is gotcha. Um, and we just see Griffith again, casually, not even, we don't even see his eye. It's just casually, just somehow floating up there. I mean, this, this makes me think of, um, you know, the fucking Matrix, uh, the crane kick, and then the camera fucking turns right. around when Morpheus is mm. training yeah. Neo. But well, that, what I was going to say reminds me is because, like, when Morpheus is fighting Neo, they do the same thing. Hey, come on, let's go look. Hey, he's fighting. He's fighting. Yeah. That's the reference I was trying to think of. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Morpheus fighting Neo. Um, <laughs> Quit trying to hit me and fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> By fours. <Yeah. laughs> By fours. Um, what? I don't know, yeah. Matt. I was going to say, I, isn't, I, by, <laughs> isn't By Force the video that was in the Peter Pan clamshell? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody called the By Force. Um, anyway, so uh, Griffith seemingly has the upper hand. He's got his. Uh, his his the point of his sword again, right in guts. It guts his throat basically, and and Griffith's like, hey, what are, what are you gonna fucking do now? You're done, right? He's like, you gonna try anything? And and guts says, and this is how we finish out the chapter. <laughs> gets that gets that wild look in his eye, and he says the very awkwardly written line, <laughs> "I'll show you how mouths should be used in a fight." And then he bites the end of Griffith's blade so hard. It's like a three or four like scene progression of how like his like mouth starts literally bleeding on the inside. He bites down so hard that he can like void it off of him, like deflect it kind of upwards. And then he can throw Griffith off of his sword. And that's pretty much uh, it. And I think the last page, if you turn to that. Page, well, it ends with the yeah. bite. We don't want to spoil too much yeah, going the for it. Well, the, the, la- the frame that's happening, um, you can kind of see it. Oh, no, I guess you can't. Sorry, I must have skipped ahead. Sorry about that. Whatever. We know that's going to happen. But, uh, but yeah, he's biting, um, uh, biting the sword to the point of blood coming out of his mouth. And this is like almost like seeing the guts that we knew from the Black Swordsman, and we'll see in the future, where he just, you know, p- part of Guts's superpowers is just is, is improvisation. You know, like he he will he will win at any mostly any cost right i mean griffith truly would win at any cost and we see that you know much later but yeah nobody reading this immediately thought well of course he's gonna bite the sword to get the win like he's just like whatever i've probably been cutting the neck but fuck it i'm gonna bite this sword like it's it's i I would think that probably i mean maybe this was in maybe this is like a reference to an old samurai movie i don't know right but uh i mean i don't i have never seen that since or before i don't think I should have said before or since, but um, yeah, I don't know if I've seen anyone bite the sword. Now, funny story. Uh, when thick Nick was still in my Arma study group, we were practicing with uh, rapiers. So real thrusting only. And they weren't even holding weapons. It's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he literally, I was, I was, uh, thrusting into his chest. I was setting his weapon aside, thrusting into his chest. He, like I told him many times, don't just lift your sword up while my sword is on it uh, so that it goes into your face. And what happens? It literally (laughs) goes into his mouth to the back of his throat, basically to like where his cheek, the back of his cheek meets his, the beginning of his throat, a place we all know. And it's crazy because he didn't even have a gag reflex when it happened. (laughs) And, like 
and I mean, I have good control. I just, you know, I stopped completely stopped moving and he, he was totally fine. No blood, no chipped tooth, but he literally was just like, Oh, like it like froze him and paralyzed him. And he was like, like comedically traumatized by that for a while. Like it was like, he's like, I've never, I never thought I would feel that feeling <laughs> in my entire life. Right. But, um, and luckily and I never came. So yeah, it was, it was a rounded, a rounded, uh, wooden, uh, training rapier, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, um, that is the, yeah, that's in the chapter. I mean, the, the, the golden art continues next time, but, uh, uh, we do ask each other to have a favorite line. If you have, one. sometimes there might not be one, but there was a lot of lines in here, a lot of dialogue in here. Um, and mine was Casca because again, I like so many lines hit me, uh, more, uh, I don't know. Deeply seems weird, but they hit, hit different. <laughs> uh, yeah, the line slapped a little different. Um, since yeah, reading this a few times and now reading it for the show, but seeing like the the repetitive motifs that Mira puts in here, also really funny. Like side note, uh, one of the you know the the Merzerk, one of the Berserk, <laughs> uh, the one of the Berserk you know meme pages or something someone was posting like a whole theory of something that had happened and uh, as like why would griffith let this happen or whatever and like seven people out of the 20 comments were like bro or like bruh berserk's never been that deep and i'm like what are you talking about like it's like ain't no way fucking no, crazy no, no. yeah i'm like i'm especially like especially in the more recent things yeah if, you're, if you read the first chapter you're like oh it's just a dude cutting up shit no right. but <laughs> read some later right. stuff yeah it's it's great this fucking guy's having a hot dog hoagie or something but uh see pretty... they didn't get the part that casca's actually from you know? right yeah exactly <laughs> they weren't reading between yeah. the lines yeah. like we are i mean she was even outcast in philly because she was obsessed with a hot dog cheesesteak as opposed to the the beef the right the she was too steak. revolutionary for her yeah time. exactly yeah uh <laughs> she's a she speaks winari no uh <laughs> anyway uh uh kevin can you edit that out of the record here <laughs> hey, <laughs> kevin, boss. make believe producer. hey kevin uh... <laughs> thanks java ryan probably hasn't seen predator either i'm assuming right Predator? Yes. What did I say like that? You know what? Oh, Predator? Just the other night, I actually watched Terminator for the first oh, time. Oh, wow. The yeah. first one? Yeah, the first mm. one. I'm going to watch the second one uh, either you know, tonight oh. or tomorrow. You're going you're gonna to like the second one even better. That's what uh, I've heard. I've yeah. heard it's better. Um, but First one's more like a horror movie. The second one's a, a sci-fi movie. I, I, okay, by the way, I had like, just a side note, the context of the phrase, I'll be back, I, in my head, I had no idea where this was <laughs> said in the movie. Yeah. And so, so in my mind i was thinking oh like maybe the terminator is, like he gains a heart or something and he's like you know he's like oh like i'll come back for you or something or and then the context was so oh, yeah. funny yeah, like driving a car like, through the police oh, station he yeah. walks back it's so comedic at that point and like there's no reference of this trying to like it's supposed to take itself seriously but that yeah. moment was just oh, so yeah. funny oh man yeah uh, I, I i thought the movie was 
I didn't really like it that much because it doesn't, mm. unlike a movie like, for example, like Halloween, where there aren't any special effects, right. this one relied a lot on it. And unfortunately, like it shows its age pretty well, badly. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But um, and it's it's kind of a simple, like well-known story by now. Yeah, and yeah. knowing that I just had gotten off of watching Battlestar Galactica, oh, which well, does sure. the whole like humans, cyborgs thing yes. a lot better. Um, but yeah, it, it's a it's a fine movie. Yeah. I'm sure the second one is going to be great. And honestly, mo- I mean, people people still like the first one, but there is almost no one that will say I love the first one way more than the second one. Almost yeah. everyone universally likes the yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the, that uh, the jittery walk of the Terminator reminded me of like Wallace oh, yes. and Gromit. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. It's stop motion animation, or when he's uh like chain like messing like healing is taking his skin off in the mirror oh, yeah, the yeah. motel or whatever, and it's just robot Schwarzenegger yes. like exactly <laughs> like yeah. very cursed. So, so another side note to the side note: Wallace and Gromit, some of the scariest shit I've ever seen. All yeah, right, our family that was big. traumatized me as a kid. Yeah, yeah. They yeah my on my dad's side, everybody in that part like they loved it. And they would always be showing it to me like they thought it was funny. They thought it was clever. And I was just watching that thinking like scared out of my pants like that. That was some creepy shit. So whenever whenever someone says cracking toast, you just curl up a cracker with that girl. (laughs) It's like "Ah!" or talks about various. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. (laughs) So purely just the look of it scared you first. Well, the look of it was creepy, but then. There were some there were some fine moments, but oh my gosh, you guys ever see the rabbit? Yeah, the, the fucking mo- the ra- movie. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh! And then there's the curse scene, of the were rabbit. Yeah, yes, that was terrifying to me. And then there's like that factory scene where the sheep are getting shredded up. That oh yes, shit. yeah, yeah. And then there was like the chicken run movie, which is in the same style as that. Yeah. Oh Mel my goodness, all of that was just the <sighs> worst. Like I, I yeah, wish the, I could scrub that from my mind. When Mel Gibson's character, the chicken, was anti-Semitic, it got pretty crazy. You know? <laughs> like attack on titan yeah um yeah um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, i deny the holocaust mate um <laughs> but, dogs, uh, all right. yeah but anyway casca uh i i never realized like how much this like might actually hurt guts internally even though he barely knows her but when she punches his chest you know in the wound and she says i wish you had died it's like man guts can't catch a break Everyone in mercenary bands that he belongs to just keeps saying, I wish you had died at mm. some point in the past, you know? So, um, just a, just a mega, a mega bummer. Yeah. But don't worry. It all works out for them in the end. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, that definitely works out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> also to go a little anime on you guys, um, <laughs> a little huh? about to anime out here. Yeah. Watch out. <laughs> About to ball out Boru, with Boru the, out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the, uh, the classic um, tsundere moments for Casca uh, here, you know, which means it's a type of girl that will, or I guess it could be really anybody, but um, typically is a a girl with you know. She t- usually has two ponytails. She's she treats you terribly, but actually likes you, but won't ever say that shit. She'll just oh, be like, oh, yeah. I fucking hate you. She'll punch you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Casca kind of takes it up to 11 by like beating his ass. Like she she meets him, shoots an arrow in his arm, yeah. throws that shit away, cuts him up a little bit, and then <laughs> just just punches him right in his wound yep. and says, I fucking wish you had died. Yep. Uh, now, by the way, the the flip side to the tsundere, spelled with a T at the beginning, by the way, for people who have some things they need to look up later. Um, <laughs> they, they usually will have the flip side of, oh, but 
actually, you know, when it gets down to it, I do like this person mm. and I will, you know, do, you know, great things for them if they need be, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll be by their side. But Casca, at least right now, she doesn't give a fuck. She, yeah. <laughs> she's just, you know, straight up she, punching she, him right where it hurts. She's just a fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah, dude. No. Well, actually, I feel like I don't dislike her at this point in the no, story, no, no. even though she kind of is messing with this poor guts that, you know, yeah. he, he's just getting the shit beat out of him by everybody. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, I would say my favorite quote was the uh, we went over this a little bit, but uh, the I don't dislike doing things by force mm-hmm. because of just how like menacing that is. Yeah, like we've already seen just in the subtlety of uh, Mira's art of how like his eyes can be, you know, very cold um, yeah. and and kind of terrifying. But this this is like the first line, like we kind of mentioned that. Wait a second. Is is guts gonna have a problem here with this this guy in the yeah. future? Yeah, he's gonna have a fucking problem because like he said, I feel like Femto said less menacing things than this line right yes, here by yeah, Griffith. Yeah. Like like what the hell is this guy gonna do? There will be some more great uh, menacing lines in the future, but this is our first kind of look into yeah. what the heck is this guy gonna, guy gonna become, mm-hmm. uh, or already is actually at this point. Um, at Does least he to like some the extent. taste of become. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> all right well, what about you steve uh i think it's the conversation where he's breaking down kind of guts of psyche of just you're gambling with your own life and then you know while you are intentionally exposing yourself to the risk of death you're also struggling to make it out alive mm-hmm. um so just yeah breaking down what he is and all about because he's absolutely not wrong right and as much as we as the the reader like love seeing berserk in action uh yeah he's he is risky and he is uh needlessly like he well and like when the wolves were attacking him as a child he's like oh you're finally here to kill me and then he just can't let them kill him and he kills them like he's always wanting someone to just end it for him because he can't yes it's the the latent um the latent nihilistic and almost very latent suicidal uh the, the suicidal thoughts of his mind but his body um, won't let him is, um, yeah. not superfluous it's the opposite the body, right. the body is supersedes all that and just reacts so and uh, yes. also this isn't necessarily like the griffith observatory segment but i did want us uh to notice at the very last page well of this we chapter, can skip to that because we've done quite enough sword report stuff oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's we're, we're closing down the two and a half hour mark yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um, but the last page of this um, chapter, all that, all that talk or whatever <laughs> there are, by, sorry, I, I, I should break it down for those who want to learn Japanese soon. And Dere is, uh, that soon is the, like the, I'm gonna punch your ass. And Dere is the, Oh, but I actually like you. So ah, like there are different okay. kinds of Dere there's Ku Dere, there's Adan Dere, there's mm. other types, but soon Dere is the most commonly known yeah. one because I'm crazy it's, violent, but I love you. Yes, yeah. and you'll often see like these like memes of like anime girls saying like "baka" like the, the, the like idiot, um, yeah. but that's that's commonly said by a tsundere character mm. to a you know you know whatever the, the main character guy or whatever. So I used to last... say he had a carnival bacas down in Harvard Yard, <laughs> kid eating beans. It almost sounded like Eminem just now, but with the Philly <laughs> carnival back with the back with spaghetti in the back. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, sorry, Mama. <laughs> sorry Pwok. how many different letters were between the p and the c in that yeah. uh so anyway the last page of this chapter 
Griffith has a little, uh, you know, kind of kapow little, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like one of those um, explosive things next to his face. Uh (laughs) I'm trying not to say this in a weird way, but it ends up weird anyway. It's fine. Whatever. It's an emotive thing that shows shock. Okay. And I I want us to note the different times in the series that Griffith actually is shocked because he seems so in control and almost like a godlike figure. Yep. Almost every time, like he he can read guts like a book. He can control everyone that he's around. He can influence the situations he's in in almost a perfect way. Yeah. But the key is almost. And I'm I would go so far as to say that most of the times that Griffith is shocked or surprised are with guts. I mean, yeah. it, in some relation, guts is make he's fucking up his world. He, guts is fighting against this preordained destiny that Griffith is essentially the mascot of. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah not to get too point. deep on uh, this one frame, but that's one no, that's time yeah. where he is actually shocked. Yeah, uh, and we'll see probably more of that in the Golden Age. But um, this is kind of the first time we've seen him a little bit befuddled as to what's going yes. to happen next. Yeah, I mean, and I would I would say the same thing that Gr- Griffith's um, uh, unwavering estimation of guts is wrong. Like he's he gets surprised a couple times. Yeah. In this first meeting with him alone. Or he tunnels too hard on a specific aspect of Guts, which is correct. He tunnels Guts' but, yeah. ass. <laughs> correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Commas are important. Yes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, that that's kind of like a more, uh, I guess, focusing on the ambition and Griffith stuff, the, the more serious side of the Griffith observatory. Yeah. But honestly, on the, you know, in the more weird side, I think that Gr- if Griffith just added a pink bow to his hair, mm. I think that would have just tipped Guts over the edge. Because there are a couple times where Guts is looking a little confused. I mean, mm. he's on the outside. He's like, hey, listen, I don't want to be be your F boy or something. But then actually, maybe he does, you yeah. know, if he had that like just a little, little, little bow or I something. Mean, yeah, what if what if the the rape of Donovan messed up his 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 relationship with his own sexuality yeah right? he, he probably doesn't like Casca right now because she's got short hair but griffith right. with that long hair yeah, flowing yeah. in the wind yeah. i don't know you know <laughs> yeah i mean they weren't finding uh playboys out in the forest like we all did back in the day you know back in <laughs> we just found back, out in the back forest in harvard yard on the <laughs> south side of the river um but uh <laughs> uh was there anything else steve that you observed griffith doing right or wrong in this chapter uh, I think we covered most all of it. I don't think uh, yeah, anything else is jumping out. Yeah. I mean, Ryan shot out of a can on this episode, so yeah. uh, he's oh, been yeah. pent up for a month yeah. and a half. Oh, yeah. so. well, fluid, I needed to shoot the some uh, fluid in his lungs, whatever that was. Um, uh, who was the the most annoying in this chapter? Who does Rickert, who we now actually chronologically know, need to oh, slap yeah. the most in this chapter? Uh, I think the guy who kicks off trying to, you know, kill Guts and get his money. Corcus. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Corcus. Corcus. Corcus cork is, in it, Corcus. Yeah, That's Corcus, what I got to say. Corcus is never not annoying. He's never not. Uh, you're never not hoping that he gets fucking killed and the, the many battles to come uh, and shuts up. But um, uh, he's like uh, he's kind of like baby Gambino. Like he's like Gambino without any of the backing up of his uh, words, you know, but. I really um, wish he'd back that up. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, he's he's pretty sniveling. Um, if it wasn't Corcus, I mean, 
probably the you know Frenchy Mercury from earlier. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, yeah. he's he's pretty slappable, yeah. I would say. Um, and I think I think that canonically, Rickard's slaps get more uh, you know effective when he's actually in the chapter. Exactly. So yes, yeah. he'd be putting some power slaps in there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's it. I mean, that's that's fucking it for uh, uh, what is this volume four? chapters 12 and 13 the golden age part 4 and 5 again if you're listening in order don't worry about the numbers they're in order and now they're fixed but uh, don't let your little OCD freak out like I did before the episode just watch all the episodes it's fine you'll be be good exactly it doesn't matter Uh, we're going in order just like you can too but yeah uh, tell your friends about this show subscribe to our show on Spotify Apple Podcasts wherever you listen to your shows uh write a bunch of letters into apple podcast for us and get them to update our fucking picture that's been in the feed for fucking months now but they won't um and uh check out i I have all this written down over here i don't even have to think of this anymore uh uh check out ryan over here because he did the violin theme uh not (laughs) hearing right now because that's a spooky scary keyboard thing but uh and it was mixed by steve this theme was inspired by a long-term berserk composer susumu hirasawa's sign two that was uh uh played in various video games i don't i don't think the anime i think it was only in the video games right yeah um and check out uh me and steve's other podcast probing ancient aliens now presenting as probing gaia but if you look up probing ancient aliens on on all your favorite podcast services uh you will see us as a little connected duo of alien heads with uh anal probes in our hands amongst a pyramid but um uh, and then you can check out uh, me and Steve's Patreon for that other podcast, patreon.com slash aliens. We have a monthly Ghost Adventures podcast. If you're into the hunky Zach Bacons and his Ghost Adventures crew, um, where uh, one of his members, Bill Tully, likes, like actively likes all of the huge boob Instagram model pictures <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> uh, right there in public for everyone to see. Um uh, we do that every month, and then we have uh, probing deeper every month. We probe a few knuckles deeper into all sorts of subjects, subjects, subjects. all sorts of subs, uh, <laughs> both human subs and food subs. Get another hoagie with the boys. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we'll have a review of Costco's uh, famous Philly hot dog cheesesteak uh, next month. We're flying out there. And a recipe. Yeah. Yeah, we'll bring back the recipe. Not, you know. It's not a reference to her parts. It's right. a, a food item. <laughs> I swear. Uh, yeah, other than that, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back uh, uh, in a couple weeks, maybe next week with that bonus episode, that Anime Expo episode. Ooh. If there is a deep, do you think there's enough for a deep dive? We could. I mean, we could just talk about random shit, too. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll see. We'll, see yeah, about we'll that. figure it out. If you have a free night, let me know. But um, uh, other than that, thank you for loving us. Bye. 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 Bye.